Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. circuit at the moment. The rain has hit. This is around turn number five and six. As you can see, the windscreen wipers not doing very much at all. We are a full code 60 at the moment. The cars will start making their way back into the pits, but it is absolutely teeming down over there. We do have a car stationary on the um, exit of well, turn uh, of the entry. They run past the entry of turn number six. Do you think that's a reason for the code uh, yeah, yeah, well, it, well, it I think it's, it's yeah. both. It's absolutely yeah, both. The yeah. cars can't. Uh, there's no grip out there at the moment and they just found that uh, it, it just arrived it literally just arrived yeah. as uh, the cars well, coming yeah. into pit lane the safety uh, the the course car was going out in front of everybody um, this is going to change strategies massively Absolutely. we have just under four hours to go and rain is falling at uh, the 19th running of the 24 hours to Dubai we've got um, we've got the race control cars out there we've got the ambulance in attendance on the cars the 438 and the um, no, no, wait. We'll just uh, wait and see um, and to make sure that everything is okay. Everybody that needs to be in attendance is in attendance right now. Okay. Just, uh, I was t- talking about Petrov before this excitement happened. Um, his best ever finish in a Grand Prix was uh, at your Grand Prix in Australia. Yeah. And the race was won by... Sebastian Vettel, Lewis Hamilton was second, Petrov in the Renault was third, beating Fernando Alonso, Mark Webber and Jensen Button. Better a lot of people, didn't they? He did that. That was his best ever race. Um, I wonder if there's some... Yeah. Snowy down in the pit lane. Is it raining down there? Oh, I thought you said it was snowing down the pit lane. <laughs> That's that much here. Snowy is down in the pit lane. <laughs> yes. Yeah, not, not always a good thing. No. Uh, just um, hang just on a minute. Hang on a minute. Uh, we're just going to get a quick replay of this, and we'll talk your way through it. And you can see the rain coming down, and uh, that's the first car to go. Oh, Couldn't turn oh. into the barrier, and oh. then it's the BMW coming on, and, and it goes uh, into the other one. But it was oh, full side by side contact. Yeah. Uh, both the drivers are out. The nine, uh, Stephanie Perrin uh, was um, in one of those cars. Uh, uh, and in the nine, a, 908. Yeah, Simpson BMW in there, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, that was uh, the running second in the... Uh, um, no, it was the... Uh, it, it's the uh, f- uh, f- 438. That is the car that's second in GT4. Yeah. Ivan Krapistev at the wheel of that one. As uh, drivers are out of the cars. Medical in attendance um, on the... Uh, 908. Um, Stefan Perrin was at the wheel of the Sebjulu racing by Duo. And now we've got a closer look at the damage to the cars and very smartly the flatbeds there. Okay, Snowy, uh, we're going to get back down to you. Yeah, mate, I was just, uh, just going to say when I was coming out to the commentary box, I was thinking, you obviously think about what you're going to do on a takeover, and I thought, 
Is it me or are there spots of rain? I can't believe this. Looked up the sky, heard what you were saying. And uh, I've just walked through to Century Motorsport. Now, their car just come from their team car, I think it was, box. They've got wets out ready for it, but they've stopped it and then waved it through again because they were looking at the sky saying, well, it's not really doing a lot anyway, I'm guessing. But they've sent it on out on slick still. And the moment it moved away... Precipitated <laughs> and of a higher level. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> and Nathan Freaks kind of looked at me, and I've looked at him, and just gone right. So actually, I'm going to I'm going to grab him actually. Let's, yeah. uh, Excellent. Um, um, sorry. I've grabbed you at the most important moment when you should be in there sorting your car out, but this, this is television and radio, so this is more important. It's all about entertainment, mate. Absolutely. What on earth is going on? I mean, that you, nobody was expecting that. Your car just stopped for wets, but then didn't put them on. Well, yeah, when it stopped for wets, it wasn't actually raining, and then about two milliseconds after it left the box, it came down. Um, but no, a couple of our drivers have got their partners on the palm, and they radio, well, WhatsApp through saying... Uh, there was um, there was rain there, so one car had wets mounted, the other car didn't. So we scrambled down there, got first in the queue to Hankook, and um, of course carnage ensued down there. So we've got two sets of wets now, but um, I guess the organisers have thrown the code 60 because I think a lot of teams don't have wets mounted. So the right thing to do for sure. Just going to see how long this code 60 lasts for, and then make a decision on what to do, whether we box for wets or whether we just stay out there. I don't I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, kind of a sort of a, a, a double a double edged question here, but would you not have a set of wets mounted just in case? Um, well, obviously not. <laughs> uh, one car did, but um, we'd feel free to punch me if you want to. It's fine. No, it's fine. Just make me look like an idiot. Um, we um, we kept the wheel the the, the 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 wheels free for the other car for the slicks. So, you know, we kept on checking the radar and. Nothing was due, and obviously it's came. Luckily, we acted fast and got to Hankook first, so we've saved uh, saved face a little bit. But um, who would have thought we'd get rain in Dubai eh, in January? Well, and certainly just four hours to go, just madness. Yeah. Well, at least it gives the cars a rest, so uh, it's not all bad. I love the comments and the fact you're smiling and the fact you did that in the middle of all that moment. Thank you so much, Nathan, for your time, as ever. And I interrupted me having supper last night. Let that go cold while I interviewed him. Uh, yes. And now, now when you're meant to be sorting out his two cars, he's kind of like, and really? Snowy, is, is it actually raining now down there? It's a bit difficult. No, for it has, has stopped yes. again. To be, yeah. to be fair, I mean, I did say to you before I went to Nathan that the moment that car moved away, it wasn't even Nathan said. It was two milliseconds. So... Uh, one of the other BMWs has just come in behind, and the 14 has come in behind in a different spot. And parts in its right box. They're doing that out of the way there because we've got a 971 uh, Porsche uh, in between, which is of course the uh, uh, rather than by Fulgenzi car, which is entitled to be in its box. Now we just uh, saw on the replay that both drivers got out of the cars under their own steam. Seven Perrin in the 908 running in the 992 category and uh, Ivan Krapistev in the 438 BMW uh, GT4. 
lot of damage. Look let's have a two. let's have a look at that. They, they they're not taking any, but they hit side by side, yes. um, which may have been the saving grace because it wasn't a T-bone. Um, let's have a look at this again. The rain is falling. The first car that is the uh, 908 going in first. Uh, lots of tie wall there, but this is where the damage came. It was synchronised. It was. Yeah. The accident they both had was exactly the same. They went off exactly the same. Stop. Turn left. Well, they, they get very light as they come yeah. through that corner, and obviously the uh, right rear wheel just had nothing to grip on. And uh, let's uh, let's ha have a look. Uh, uh, um, uh, there is. Um, Ivan Krapistev getting out of his car under his own steam. Stefan Perrin gets out as well with the help from the marshals and walks away. But that uh, the big one, both of those uh, drivers are on their way to the medical centre um, here at Dubai Autodrome. Now, that was a really short, sharp storm, as I was explaining before. There's nothing behind it, OK? This is blowing through. The sun will come out. The track will dry out. Everybody who went to wet will have to go back to dry. Um, we've got a little bit of a clean-up there. I don't know about the barrow damage because they're all tyre bundles over there, which means they can be replaced very quickly. It's not Armco, uh, but you can see how intense this little uh, storm cell was that just parked itself over, um, came in at uh, around about uh, between turn five and six, straight across um, and exited over the back of the grandstand. And uh, that's how it all worked out. We've got uh, the... What sort of... What are you going to do? What, what would you do... Um, everybody can get a hold of weather radar. What can you do to make sure that it all works? It looks like a pad change also going on while we're under this code. 63 hours 50 to go on the, the clock. Uh, Christopher Hayes in the 54 leading. Victor Shechar in the 83, both down in the fuel station. Remember, 25% fuel um, is uh, only for uh, the cars under code 60. No penalties can be served. Um, just a, a few cars can get the extra um, with the AM advantage. Um, the 85 of CP Racing, they can do, uh, they can take 50% um, of fuel as well. Um, the 927, the 930, and the 989 also can take 50%. The Lotus can take 100% fuel under code 60. Uh, with three hours 50 to go, this could change some strategies, Andrew. Absolutely, yes, this is really, yeah. Uh thrown the book up in the air hasn't it now and uh, the Eastern car has got I think a one and a half lap lead basically um, it's shown us having made 509 laps and the Proton Huber car 507 laps and then the uh, the Ebi Motors car on 504 with Jack Barlow two minutes behind that. Yeah. Yeah, we got yeah, you down on. there, Snowy. Yeah, I just thought we'd talk about strategy, and uh, I've just gone and grabbed a certain Mr. Parker, who's got Team Parker yes. racing on his shirt, so I guess he's got some association, or he's bought some merch today. <laughs> um, the way, if you, you, your glasses are wet, <laughs> mate. <laughs> you need wipers on those. Yeah, um, this wasn't so in the plan. Joking apart, obviously nobody was quite expecting that. <laughs> What does it do to your strategy when you're not expecting uh, that? To be honest, we didn't even set wet spouts five minutes ago, so we've literally just had to run to uh, 
Hancock and get some tyres and fair play to them. They managed to sort us I'd out. I'd imagine there was a queue down there, was there? It was a little bit frantic, <laughs> yes. There was um, some very uh, emotional boys, should we say, down there. But, um, no, it, it just it's, 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 it's the, it's probably, for us, probably for us at the minute, it was one thing that we really didn't need. But anyway, we've got it. Uh, we'll deal with it. We're British. We're used to uh, playing in puddles. So um, the only thing we don't know is how fast it dries. So is it going to be a really short period or are we actually going to be um, back in in five minutes to put slicks back on? Which, I don't know. Part of me tells me it's going to absolutely come down again and the other part of me says, no, we're in the desert, it's going to be dry. So, hey, we'll see. Good fun. Basically, none of us have got a clue, have we? It's absolutely not. We, do you know what? We saw it earlier and we dismissed it. <laughs> It was like, no, it's not going to rain. You know, we're in Dubai. And then, um, fortunately, Rob Huff lived out here for a while and he's got some friends and we got a message saying, it is raining, by the way, 10 minutes down. Oh, hang, hang on a minute. You said, Rob Huff, he's got some friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and um, we got a message, so, um, yeah, we thought it was a joke for a start. Well, our, our production team in London that are doing all that side of it, they said, oh, Storm's on the way to here and Daytona. And like you, half an hour ago, I just laughed and went, yeah, yeah, funny. It's not April the 1st, carry on. Yeah. Then I went outside. <laughs> Honestly, it was really the last thing we were expecting. You know, we'd been looking all week and it was looking dry. Hence why we hadn't bothered to mount any um, wet. So, um, yeah, we got, but fortunately we've got caught without egg on our faces. So we'll see how we get on. Stuart, thank you very much for your time. Cheers. Yeah. Um, well, let me get that sorted out. Thanks. Uh, not me, but sitting alongside me, calling the weather absolutely spot on. And that's the last of, of the rain that we will see for the foreseeable future. There are no storms behind it. It's moving inland at uh, uh, currently. Um, Mate, I think if I was running a team in uh, this race next year, I think I'd have you... Uh, <laughs> sitting, sitting in there. Um, the weather I mean, you actually called it perfectly. You, you said the weather was coming. You gave us the options that it might pass and what would happen. Local knowledge, of course. We raced here so many times. Um, but, my, ca uh, my car's dirty now. Yeah. We had all the sand and now I have a yeah. mud car. Yeah. <laughs> but look, so how do you think it'll dry? Um, if we get the sun out, that's the key. If the sun comes out, um, the air temperature's still up in the 20s, um, so it's not cold, which means... Uh, and the track held its temperature overnight quite well, so um, it, it does tend to dry out. The problem is we don't have drainage, so it pulls, OK? And uh, remember back when we actually couldn't race here, we had an eight-hour race, and all of a sudden um, everything got flooded. Yeah. It got down into the power room. under The, the tunnel under the track was flooded. Um, it was really, really um, bad. Bruce Jones was saying last night, he, he wondered if they could get out because there's a tunnel to get into the track. Um, when I came in the next day to pick up all my damp equipment, um, I had to come in through a turn before the tunnel and drive around the track. But we couldn't go past the corner here because it was totally underwater. So we had to come in the pit lane. Um, and then at the first exit between the two uh, pit buildings down there, the management building, we had to go there because this was all underwater. This was wholly underwater right down to pit exit. 
Is that the only time that's happened? Or? We've had rain here before. We've had fog. We've had a long yeah. coat 60s overnight because we get fog here this time of year as well with the humidity. And uh, we've uh, had a coat, I think, seven-hour coat 60 overnight one year with a massive amount of fog. Um, mainly because the, the drivers couldn't see the corner marshals. Our leader's in the pit lane. It's just coming into his... Uh, well, he's going to fuel, isn't the, That's his second time into the fuel bowels. Yeah, he's topping okay. it up. Yeah, he's topping it up, as is Victor Shater in second position, as is to Sabino De Castro in third position. Yeah, and I would see the ambulance came back. Yeah, that's, go, that's, go, that's going through uh, there, um, through the fueling station, straight to the medical centre, which is uh, just... Uh, behind turn number 14. So laps at the moment, of course, uh, five, six minutes-ish. 5.23 and four-tenths. These simps have prepared uh, BMW. Yeah, there's puddles, big puddles there, look. And yeah. 961. That's, a, that's, that's the low area there on yeah. turn two. That's the lowest area on the circuit, and that's always going to flood. Yeah, we definitely need wet weather tyres at the moment. Well, there's the drainage there, but it's up yeah. on the kerb, so the water has to get up above that. It's very, very difficult for them to clean that and, and get that working. Uh, there's a lot of work to make the track ready again for dry weather tyres, and uh, Race Control will be looking at this very, very closely. Um, if we need to uh, re repair the barrier there, it's actually a tyre wall, not Armco, which means we can just replace the tyres and the, the matting that goes along the front of them. Um, I think that's why they bought um, the uh, telehandler in, but yeah. that's actually got the car pickup on it because that, uh, that uh, Porsche may have the roof hooks um, so that they can lift that up. So, uh, everybody just tiptoeing around now. I wonder if everybody got the, the wets on. I suppose they must have done. There's a 902 going back, and they're also in our picture. Yes. They, they would certainly be pre-prepared. Or they just found an old set at the back of the garage. Right, possibly. Now, I just got a message from one of the drivers who's done a massive amount of racing, a multiple champion around here. Um, he's saying at full speed with the G, all, all the GT3s with, um, uh, with flat bottoms and diffusers and rain tyres, eh, he reckons about 50 minutes to clean, get a dry line around here. Right. OK, so uh, because of that standing water down in Turn 2, we've got stand, a little bit of standing water down in Turn 14 as well. Probably down at Turn 10, I suggest there might be something happening there. Um, so... Just keeping an eye on things, and it turns because the track slopes down to the curb on the inside, so that's where all the water will pull. So the 908 with uh, Stefan Perez had done a lot of racing successfully, particularly at Barcelona yep. in this series. So Stefan mainly in front-wheel drive cars, but he's had a lot of success. And uh, let's head down to uh, Snowy in the rain. Uh, it was not actually in the rain now. Look at the Camera McLeod uh, 438 uh, BMW. That's uh, on the on its near side. It's the uh, what's the what's the old um, car trade phrase? Yes. Squint it's mint. <laughs> uh, this car, it happens to happens to be mint coloured. This car is. Um, unfortunately, as you walk around to the front, and I believe Daniel, our cameraman, is filming at the other side. We're going to step past our, our marshal, kindly guarding the. the 
it's this side where it's clobbered the Porsche and it, yeah. it's done the tub, to be honest. The sill, the sill's in. Obviously, the cage is intact and all that's fun, done its job perfectly. Uh, so that the safety cell's completely uh, intact, that's fine. But the sill's oh, right the way yeah, over, and that's a, that's a, that, that's a, it's not even a question of getting it back in the race. That's that's a reshell. It definitely definitely won't polish out. And that, that was side. the impact um, with uh, the 908 that caused that. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah. So just take the photograph from this side and put it on auto trade. It'll be fine. It'll be gone tomorrow. Somebody, somebody will buy it. Yeah, white yeah, line volunteer. Kicking the dolly underneath the car doesn't want to go either. Yeah, I think that's because the uh, the, yeah, the exactly. floor's the wrong shape. The, the floor, <laughs> whether it was supposed to be flat, is it bent? Thank you, Snowy, for that update. Let's have a look again at how um, this came about. And uh, that is the 908 going in first, losing the back end. And then it's the uh, 438 going around. And then it's a side-to-side -side contact, right-hand to right-hand side. And uh, the as Snowy said, all the safety um, items in the car that were the hands, um, neck uh, uh, protection, uh, six-point harness, uh, the 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 seats um, have so much protection yes. around them uh, for the for your head and for your hips. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a um, and it was great to see both of the drivers get out under their own steam. That so, looks all right at the front. Yeah, <laughs> the 908 I think might be an interskip job as well actually. And uh, race control putting the message up there: be aware of standing water at turn two and turn six, because if you go down the end of the back straight, yeah. it's, a, it's it's a little bit drier down there because it sort of came across in this direction towards the grandstand, towards towards our front left. You can see it all foaming up now with all the oil on the track, and that uh, we're getting a little bit of foam there as uh, they go through that low section. You can see all the marbles there as well as the 438 gets uh, pushed back into the garage and probably it's just thrown straight into the container. There's nothing you can do with that. That as well, Phil, of course, that uh, while it was damaged, it's uh, the opposite side to the driver that was damaged being a, a left-hand drive car. So that's, that's oh, most definitely so, well. most definitely indeed. I've got to very, very quickly while he's here, I've just got a man shaking his head here. Now, I don't know if it's because I'm English or a palmy or what it is, but I've got Mark Griffith here. Um, you, you I haven't got my bucket hat on, they won't <laughs> recognise me. <laughs> no, it's just disappointing to see the damage done to a car for no one's fault, just sheer, uh, you know, it's, it's disappointing for everybody. It could have been, it could have been any of us, so... I'll just point out that Mark's been very, very kind and very benevolent there, but uh, it is next to the CWS garage, so Colin can go give him a business card, can't he? Yeah, he probably will. Yeah, Colin, knowing Colin, he would. But Colin's gone out on slicks just to show everyone the man up. <laughs> Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't take the wets. He said it'll dry out. Give me slicks. I love the, so mo I love the modern terminology. Yeah, I'll be watching him on TV at the moment. So two seven eight, I think, is on slicks. You, you saves one pit stop. Like, come on. I'm speechless. Yeah, me too. That's not a great. It's been a, a challenging time, but very interesting and, and a lot of fun. Like, what a great event! It really is. We've had sandstorms. We've had sun heat blisters, you boil in the car in the code 60s, and now we thought we'd try and drown a few as well. What a great place. Cover every base, isn't it? It's perfect. That's exactly what motor racing should be. 
I'm going to leave you there because we can't cover any more than that. Thank you very much, Mark. Storms just uh, has passed. Uh, just the tail end sitting over the circuit at the moment here at Motor City, Dubai. Uh, raining at Arabian Ranches quite heavily as I get informed from my friends over there, uh, which is next door to the circuit. On the other side where I live, it's dry. Okay, uh, about... Uh, a kilometre and a half from the grandstand on the left-hand side. There's no water whatsoever at the uh, at the cricket stadium. So uh, a very, very localised little storm cell. That, so uh, it won't be rain stop play over there, will it? No. Nope. It has more or less stop play here. It, 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 yes, we're on a drinks break. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. Ah, look, Mike Zhao is... I, I haven't seen him in that car earlier. He hasn't done many laps, that's for sure. Well, I think that's um, he is okay. Just uh, get him out there. Just uh, circulate around. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, because this may take a little while because of that standing water down at two and at six. Um, all the repairs are done. There's no vehicles over at the accident site at all. Okay, they will. It was. It was. Um, Obviously, it's just tyre barriers. No arm code needed to repair like we had to do at the exit of Turn 9 earlier on. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is uh, this wow. may continue on for a little while. And now we're into two more pit stop territory, I think. Well, 3.35 to go. That's so you, you right on the money there, yeah. um, Andrew. You know, hour and 10, hour and 15. This is going to be... Um, I don't think we're going to be going back to green um, anytime shortly, which means everybody's now looking at where they are on their stint. Now, um, Victor Shaitar's an hour and 11 minutes into his stick. Mike Zell's just got in the car, as you said. I'm looking for people who've got long stints ahead of them. Who can they put in those cars? Um, so that uh, they can get one more, you know, we two-hour maximum stint time. So um, you're, you're looking at, uh, you know, um, three hours 35 to go. So it'll be one more change um, as we have a look at um, the back end of the Porsche, which is uh, looking decidedly second-hand. Yeah, you won't put that one up on, on uh, Trade Me. <laughs> but once again, all of the safety, uh, safety cell, all of the safety gear that the the uh, drivers wear, have done the job perfectly. With uh, both of the drivers getting out of the car at the medical che centre for checks. And uh... yes, Peter, what have you got for me? Yeah, just you say you're quite right to have a look at this Porsche that's coming off here, the 908, and it's uh, <laughs> that's the one that went in first, and then the uh, the BMW. Collected, and you can see where it's done. If you, um, where's Daniel gone? But, uh, if we get Daniel to just come over this way, go on this side, but you can see you love being you a director, really don't you? Yeah, 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 I know. I know. I've learned from Andrew, yeah, I've had a whole week of it, man. But you can see just here where it's yeah. that's that's where it's that's where yeah, the BMW yeah. collected, which is why the BMW shell is slightly compromised. Um, and it's just, as, as Mark Griffiths so rightly said, and I thought very kindly as well, you know, we're, it's competitive, but we've said so many times over this weekend about how much of a family are here. And it's, it's just a shame to see two cars taking over the race for no no reason of their own, for no fault just of their conditions. own. Just a bit of, yeah, you know, that's changing yeah, conditions. That's it. And look, 
and what you know, one goes off, and then you—that's that, that's always your fear, isn't it, Phil? You've been there enough times in various cars, and obviously the around here more than I have. stopped out on the but track now. The, it's uh, on the start finish right? Yeah, Gary uh, Gray Newell at the wheel, son of the uh, owner of Heart of Racing. I think they're running out of fuel. Uh, I don't know. So let me have a look at. Where so in the lead car now is their AM driver Mike Sow, and I have. No idea about any details of his career at all. Um, it'd be interesting what sort oh, of time he's got he's going he's again. Got it going again. Three, he's Hour and 16 minutes he's been in that car. But so, very tricky conditions. Jack Barlow is still in the century car, still undoubtedly with a chance of a podium, but he's never been in a situation like this before. No. And it, it, don't know about Zal, but uh, Sabino de Castro will have plenty of experience of stuff like this and, and how to handle it. Have a look at all these uh, the lead cars. Oh. Um, there's been four pit stops for the 83 right. so far, three for the 54. They keep topping it They're up. They're topping it up, yep. Yeah. There, there we've got the super sucker down at uh, turn number two just to get that rain. Luckily, there's no more rain on the radar at all. There's nothing behind this localised storm cell that is moving now behind us into Motor City um, and also out over Arabian Rushes. We were right on the very edge of it. Yes. Right on the very edge of it as it just caught this part of the circuit. Well, it's given the, the last few hours of the race uh, a bit of an unusual, an unexpected an twist, un hasn't it? Unexpected. Well, <laughs> yeah, very, very unexpected. Um, but it is. Um, changing the strategies for a lot of teams up the front pointy end of the field you know um, uh, when we have a look at the AM battle in GT3 just 7 seconds separates the Santaloc junior team from Haas RT under this code 60 you know and that is uh, the battle for second and third and so that's going to continue yeah. on both in Audis the second and third in AM yes yeah, yeah. In, the, in the AM category so Matteo Marafina at the wheel of the Santaloc car Torsten Kratz who knows how to Drive in the wet in uh, the uh, in the Hass RT, and uh, so it's it's actually an advantage to have a lot of European drivers out here because they actually get quite a bit of experience uh, driving on slicks in damp conditions and uh, know what to do. Well, the lead car is, is shown as 512 laps, where the uh, Victor Schaeter at the wheel of the Proton, Uber Porsche, shown as 509, and then another two lap uh, gap to uh, Sabina de Castro, who's been in that team a long time, always does a good job. But then it's uh, Jack Barlow, another lap down, and uh, I see uh, Chris Sackfield has gone into the car, which has been driven by Sean Galil. Uh, now, uh, in the f that's in the 14, the second century car. Yeah, a lot to play for, I think. A lot could happen yet. Yeah, we're about 30 minutes now into this Code 60. It happened 8.59 at 49. We went um, into Code 60 because of the... Well, we started with the rain, and then we had the accident um, on the run out of Turn 5 into 6, where both cars lost the back end as the rain squall just hit that area yeah, so yeah. fast. Absolutely so fast. I looked up at the screen, it was fine, and 30 seconds later I looked back up at the screen and it was every, everything was wet. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, it's never finished until the fat camel drops down the, exactly. the racetrack at the end. 
and uh, we'll wait and see when that's going to happen <laughs> indeed. I, 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 I did get a message about about Red Camel Racing. Yep. And I, I, th- I think it's uh, Ivor Broika's idea of a, a little bit of a, a, a joke compared with Red Bull because that's, that's, that's what the message said. Yep. Of course, it, it's been out here. I think he got the idea of Red Camel Come coming, coming to this race, the key race, of course, and long-standing yeah. race of this uh, this terrific Croatic uh, cars are going to have uh, cars are running right off the circuit at turn number two. As we, we've got, yeah, we've got, there's a message saying please uh, keep right at turn two, yeah, flashing yeah. up at the moment. We've got uh, multiple um, safety vehicles there, plus uh, the big vacuum. Which we there's a nice shot of the Bentley, which has entertained us so much throughout this. Indeed, still rotating the planet under those back wheels. Rain lights on. We didn't think we'd be using them this year. No. <laughs> it's, it's just a, a couple of chaps switched them on by mistake. They, and, they, and, 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 and race control were very, very quick to uh, calm that down. Yeah. Uh, it, no, sorry. No, don't turn those on. So, all relatively quiet here. Um, so, yeah, but... I think the sun's starting to... Yeah, it is. It's starting yeah, to pick yeah, through down there. Yeah. There we've got our drone up again, and uh, you can see the area that they're working on just to uh, try and uh, get uh, the cars coming around from the top left of screen, and then they flick left um, through there. And uh, we'll just keep on waving them away until that is the lowest point on the circuit. And... Uh, uh, at previous times, so you can see the sun just trying to peek through. To, uh, if that sun does come out, it will dry out pretty quickly. Um, uh, but uh, well, no doubt we'll have an inspection from race control uh, but before they decide to go green just to ensure uh, that the track is fit for racing. Um, it's just water and uh, everybody's got wet tyres but as we heard from two teams they didn't have them mounted No, and no. they had to take them back to Hancock in back, the back of the paddock and uh, um, please sir please sir can you and uh, the poor guy's got 20 um, team managers and tyre techs standing around him uh, going can I please now as, uh, it uh, was panic stations in the pit lane for people not knowing what to do. And uh, is it going to be quick? Is it going to be slow? We don't know. But there is still a lot of standing water out there. So I mentioned uh, a couple of times in the broadcast earlier that the East Talent team in its first season won and then lost the 2023 GT Open yes. Championship. And I just couldn't remember the exact details of that. So... Just uh, on the 11th of January, uh, Sam DeHaan and Charlie Fagg, drivers of the Optima Motorsport uh, McLaren uh, team racing in Daytona this week, have been officially proclaimed as the champions of the International GT Open following the ruling of the FIA Court of Appeal on Tuesday admitted the final appeal brought by Optima regarding the results of race two at Red Bull Ring. Um, as a consequence of this final decision, DeHaan and Fag are confirmed champions, finishing with the same points as Simon Reiker oh, wow. and Christian Nahasa in East Talent Racing, but winning by a number of race wins, two to one. What is it all about, though? I don't know. Um, something to do with... You know... 
to East Talent for having that fantastic first season. Yep. How disappointing for them. And it, you know, they weren't really concerned, but they were so, it was so close to finish between the Optimum and them that just that, that decision um, has turned the championship around. But I'm sure they'll be, be back for more. And of course, uh, giving the uh, victory to um, uh, a British driver as well. So, uh, or British drivers, I should say. Got the blowers out on track now to try and move that water. So yeah. We've had the sweeper out there trying to sort things out. And now we're heading with the blower down towards that apex area of turn two. That seems to be where the problem is. We've got a, uh, got a vehicle over at turn six as well. Oh, still a bit windy. That, well, that wind is blowing the rain away yes. and will help dry the track. Yeah. Yes, uh, Snowy, what have you got for us, mate? Well, I'm down at, I'm down at CWS, and it's, it's hilarious as ever. It just, honestly, some of the insights are just brilliant. So the 277 car... It is going to come in very shortly, and that's got Colin White at the wheel. Chris Broberg's going to take that car over. Uh, Owen Hizzy is in the 278 car. Uh, that's going to do about another 20 minutes, and then Mark Griffith will take it over. But what's interesting is that apparently um, Colin White is on the radio, and they said they're basically having to turn the radio off or tell him to shut up <laughs> because he's just going on and on and on, and I quote, that... He said, if this was the UK, we'd be something or other racing. There's a insert an Anglo-Saxon word of your choice in there. Um, but apparently he's not happy that they're stuck behind a Code 60. And he said, this is normal in England. Why, why, why are we behind a Code 60? It's normal in England. Not normal uh, here because we've got too much standing water at the moment to yeah. safely release the cars. No, it's not, oh. because you put somebody with a you put a helmet on somebody like Colin White and throw him in a car. He's going to go full racing driver on you. Because oh, yeah. you would never do that, would you, Phil? Never, absolutely no, no, never. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We believe you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes, Phil Pinocchio oh. answer. Yeah, but I mean, Phil, I think this is you know, that standing water is quite bad. Though. It is indeed, yeah. and it's right where the cars yeah. need yeah. to go. It's right on the apex of turn two. There's no way you cannot get around turn two uh, sufficiently without um, using that part of the track. Oh, no. Obviously, they're working down turn five as well. Yeah. It's had a message drivers to follow directions from officials at turn five. Use runoff area. Yep, so we've got stuff happening over there at turn five. Um, uh, that's where the, the, the exit of the car. So we're doing a bit of track cleaning over there and they're using the runoff area that brings them back around near turn six, just past where the accident zone was, um, and everybody being able to get back onto the, the road there. So a little bit of work still going on, a lot of um, uh, work done. We, we've been uh, only three, under three and a half hours to go now. Um, we started this Code 60 at 8.59. Um, we are around about 37, 38 minutes into this one. Um, lots of cars still doing pit stops, but now they've, they've brimmed the cars because the BOP says 25 litres. It yeah. doesn't mean that they can't go above their, their 105 litres that they're allowed as their BOP because that's just one fill. These guys are coming in and consistently filling up. So they go 25, 50, 75. So, because what we see at the beginning of the race, um, the first stint sometimes can be a bit longer due to the fact they brim full the tank. And that first fill that they take is their BOP. So there may be a 10, 15, 20 litre difference between take capacity and BOP capacity. And so what they're doing is filling tank capacity right now, uh, getting as much 
fuel in there, there as uh, as well. Three hours, 21 minutes, 40 seconds to go. We'll find out if there's any work going on in the pit lane. I yeah. probably have at the moment around about 11 cars that um, aren't running um, at this time. Um, in regards to at the bottom of the time she, uh, time sheet, um, that the the last one is down there as the nine, and uh, then we have a, a few more cars that have had the issues. Yes, Mr. Snowden. Just in, in we're good at this, aren't we? I've learned well from you guys. I've just got Daniel, our cameraman, just to do a little shot for us now for those that are watching it or in vision as well as uh, sound. Uh, just going up the pit lane and just to see how busy the pit lane really is at the moment. Well, okay. So, so far, basically the pit lane is... <laughs> Have you got your director's ticket for doing that sort of thing? Yeah, so and turn around the other way. Yeah, you, you, you signed me off. Okay. You're just, you're just going to do a 180 and there's the other end. And guess what, look. Not now, though. It was me again almost. He turned away there. There you go. He's on to me already. 992. <laughs> the... Uh, uh, and there you uh, go. So, Mike Tao circulating, of course, good for the team because he's the amp. But what you can see now, yeah. it's starting to dry out. Yeah. In certain areas of the circuit, yes. it's starting to get a little bit... It's not as dark looking with the, the wetness on top of it as we saw from a couple of in-cars. Here we go, into the fueling area. Yeah. So what happens is they come into the fueling area. They'll, their team will be ready, ready waiting at the pump. The pumps are down the side. We're not using the middle pumps. We're using the, the special Creventic pumps because all the teams have a fuel tag and they put that fuel tag up against the pump. As you can see, getting marshaled in now by his two guys in full fire suits. Everybody's got to be fully fireproofed. Now, they'll put that tag up and it will absolutely... It basically will say, OK, this is how much you're allowed under Code 6 and then it'll only fill it to that. There is a purple light on the front of that fuel bowser saying this is all that you're allowed for um, this. As you can see, it's a normal filler pump that you can find at any gas petrol station um, on the highway motorway. Uh, it's not a dry brake system. It's a, you know, and uh, this keeps the cost down, obviously. Yeah. And uh, they will fill to the 25% maximum and uh, then they will let the car go. And uh, the pump itself will know the 25% maximum. They don't have to do anything. It will just shut the gun off. Snowy, I've got a task for you. Um, I wonder if you could head down to East Tillant and find Simon Riker, who is the son of the owner. Of course, he's been driving that car very well, 23-year-old. Uh, he's had a, a, lot, a lot of success, but been very good in the past season with that new team and he's helped set up I spoke to him on Friday, a very bright young man and I want to try and find out a little bit more about the chap Mike Sow that they've got at the wheel of that car because we have no information on him whatsoever um, obviously you had Shield Magnus doing a great job in that car we've had the, the two hot shoes Christopher Harsa and Marcus Winklehock in the car that is currently two laps in the lead and, and Simon has done a fine job as well but um, like you say, we don't know much about. So uh, it'd be nice to talk to Simon anyway. And obviously they're upset having found they've just lost that GT Open title. But it, it, it was none of their doing, of course, as I related a few minutes ago. 
So these storms have formed. So just going back, 7.40, there was nothing on the radar. 7.50, nothing on the radar. Then they appear yeah. on the radar at 7.55, just off the coast, just on the outside of Palmer Jumeirah. And then they start, as soon as they hit the warm air coming up, then it starts to move in over the top of us. Unbelievable yeah. stuff. We're back with the fantastic drone oh. shots, of course. And, uh, yeah, just as we got this little break now, talk about the Palms Jumeirah. It's one of the most incredible civil engineering feats I've ever seen. It is indeed. We've got a bigger one. Ah. Oh. There's a bigger one. They've got one next to it. There's they? the Palm Jumeirah. There's Palm Jebalali. Ah. Oh. Okay, so just a little bit down the coast, there's a Jebalali oh, port. That's... And that's Palm Jumeirah. Look at the size of Palm Jebalali. Wow. It's huge. That is currently... It's sort of stalled for a while, obviously, yeah. 2008 and whatever. But it's now back in full flight. Um, it's man-made islands, again. Um, and, uh, and, the, and the shape of different countries or something like no, that? No, no, that, that's the world. Oh, that's okay? the world. That is up, yes. That, that's out here. That's a little bit further north up the coast. Uh, to the, If you're looking at it from uh, the, the, the palm, it's, uh, it's to your north. Um, this one's a little bit further south, probably closer in that direction, if you can see me pointing in the booth. Um, uh, but uh, that one is larger um, as well, and uh, that's uh, fully under. Um, uh, we were out there probably three weeks ago yeah. uh, to do an event, and uh, it's moving on very, very rapidly. So uh, um, uh, as Dubai tends to, um, we've got industrial um, stuff that runs all the way down to the Abu Dhabi border now. Yes. Uh, and uh, we're not too far from that. And once we have the palm set up out there, that's not too far away from the, the you know, heading down into Abu Dhabi. We can't go build any further north because of the Emirate of Sharjah right on the, you know, yes. just yeah. past the airport, literally just past um, um, the Dubai airport. So we can't do any more that way. The only place we can go is inland. Inland, yeah. inland. So uh, that's where we're going. We're, we're sitting here now in 2005 and in 2006 we were sitting up in this grandstand. There was nothing behind us, okay? Yeah, just the, just yeah. the cart drone and that was it and everything was sand behind that. Okay, there are developments all the way out, probably another 20 kilometres behind us now. Because a lot of people want to come and do business here and yep. a lot of people want to come and live here. Well, we have really good weather when it doesn't rain. Um, it does get a little bit warm in the summertime. I mean, 50 degrees, yeah. come on, but everything's air-conditioned. Um, but uh, eight months of the year, it's, it's, it's beautiful. And uh, as you can see, a lot of work has been done over this circuit over the many years that it has been in operation and uh, through hard times as well, uh, making it a lot greener, uh, making it uh, better for the public and uh, to, to get in and do it. We're just flying over the top of the garden now. Yes. They're building in, right in the centre there. That's the medical centre. Then we have um, Cars Cafe in that first building. Oh, we were in there, weren't we, yeah, on indeed. Thursday? Weren't we and the second building was the Dragon Racing International. Unfortunately, they retired the 88 296 yeah. Ferrari in the evening. Yeah, both the Ferraris going out of this. There's a little young fan in, enjoying that area. Dad's on the phone, of course. <laughs> there, there's no weekends in Dubai. <laughs> Everybody works. Um, one minute, one minute until we go green here in Dubai. Uh, three hours, 14 minutes to go. Now, so easy to drop it now, oh, isn't it? Yeah. Well, um, 
in normal racing, yellow flags breed yellow flags. Full course yellows breed full course yellows. Code sixties bring breed code sixties. If we look at the, the seven nine five, the G fifty six Janetta leading um, the GTX class. Michael Simpson at the wheel of that and nineteenth position. It's going to be tiptoe time around here. It's going to be tiptoe time. Nobody is going to throw it. Um, uh, you just can't afford to. No. You just can't afford to. Um, three hours until the uh, uh, it ends, but there's still a little bit of standing water. The thing that we don't know, who's on slicks and who's on uh, on uh, and who's on wets. Correct. Yes. I think. And we are green. Three thirteen. Off on they the go. Well, they're trying to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're trying. Yeah. They're trying very, very hard. All I heard was a massive amount of wheel spin from about 35 cars. Yeah. That's the run up to turn 12. It's uh, Motor City to the right in the background. Uh, think of the pressure on that guy, Mike Sauer, I've been talking about, in the car that is leading. The driver with, with very little history. Yep. And... So, so easily dropping. Oh, everybody can at the moment. We just don't know who's on wets and who's on slicks. And I gather we'll probably find out fairly shortly. Um, as um, the Porsche just runs into the end of the bowl, just can't t get the car turned. Yeah, see, there it's really wet. Look, yeah. there's a, that's, uh, that's coming up from turn two yeah. into three. Now, that's where all the rain hit. Yeah. And uh, that's where the accident happened on the exit I mean, of that. I look at it, twitching a bit the uh, CP Racing Mercedes Benz. German run for the American team. The American team and drivers led by uh, Charlie Putnam. Charles Espinard at the wheel of that car at yeah. the moment. He'll be having fun out there. Charles Espinard and, Charles, uh, and uh, Charlie Putnam did a lot of races together in a Mazda RX-8 and had a lot of success. He, uh, we, the, we actually talked to them about I think it was last year. Oh, was it? Yes. Yeah, yeah we yeah. talked to them about that. We had them up in the booth, I think, um, in Kuwait for their first run out there. Keeping an eye on where all the gaps are at the moment yeah, as uh, yeah. we came out of uh, that. Yeah, give it uh, five minutes and some sort of pattern will re yes. uh, uh, and uh, my, I mean, that's rain tires, you know. Yeah. But absolutely. Difficult car to get into. Yes. I wouldn't try. Back when I was a lot younger, I, I um, drove the G20 version of yes. that when I had hair and a waist. <laughs> Fantastic little well, you've car. You've got a waist, but it's not quite the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> more of it. Yeah, I think that had, <laughs> it had a two-litre um, Ford engine in it. And a great little fun car. They don't weigh very much, the G20. They have a great racing series in the UK. Um, have you got a series out here at all? No. No. We've had Jeanette's out here yeah. um, at Golf Sport Racing, based below us in the grandstand, yes. actually. Yeah, I went past our offices. Golf Sport uh, Racing uh, ran a couple of Jeanette's, and they also had the Jeanette's Zytec out here as well. Yeah. Well, and that was a bit of a That was straight, a weapon. Yeah. Um, there was only a few people who actually volunteered to drive it. <laughs> um, uh, Time in your scoring is showing uh, Jack Barlow 26 seconds behind Sabino De Castro for the third step on the podium. 
the, uh, the, the Manamuri Energy by Ebby Motors has done a great work with the pit stops. They've only done 23. Yeah. Our leader's done 31. Now, a lot of those were under code 60 because they were just driving in and out. You don't lose as much time, but you just jump in and grab fuel and at the 25%. But um, they haven't been doing that, and I think that's allowed them to move up the order to where we, we thought, well, we, we, we have a look at um, where the 95 started on row number three I think in fifth I, did, position. Did I hear Snowy there? And we did. See, see Mike Town not going that quickly. He's just been overtaken. Yep, you can see it drying out By there. By the motors. Yeah, drying out there. So yes, Snowy, what do you got for us? Yeah, hi. I've got, uh, I've got Owen Hizzy again. Just, just want to highlight to you there what Colin just did to you then. He said, well, as you tense along behind the Code 60... And he knows you're a bit too quick. He said, get him in, and we'll put Mark in the car, and we'll even give Mark new slicks. <laughs> um, oh, that's, that's the first thing I heard from, from Colin. Um, it was definitely uh, wet tyre weather out there. Um, and when I heard on the team radio that Colin went for brand new slicks, I was very confused. Went over the radio, I couldn't believe that he went for that choice. Um, but, yeah, out there when, when it, the rain did start to fall, you could see it was coming. And then it just started properly coming down at turns three and four. Um, and it was very tricky to begin with. Um, but we had a good part of the sim, first part. Game, getting some time back and then just keep chipping away at it. To be fair, it was only Colin that had the new slicks. It, there's a set here, you can see them still. They didn't put it on your car. They didn't give Mark the new ones anyway, but they were wasted. Yeah, um, it was definitely, it's, it's definitely not slick weather out there just yet. Um, it's uh, through the first sector and the partway through the second sector is definitely still full wet. Um, you've still got rivers coming across, especially coming into turn two. So, got a bit of standing water still. Yeah, still quite a bit. Um, they try to clean it up the best they can, but they're still there. Uh, no, no drainage is that's the problem. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the problem. Whereas us at UK circuits, we're all used to uh, drainage and all that. But um, yeah, it's. I'm sure everybody will be fine with uh, dealing with it. So is that it? Are you done now or are you back in the car before the end of the race? Um, I don't know yet. It just has to wait and see what, how um, it plans out. So all what I'm going to do is get a drink, have some food, and then sit, sit tight and see if I need it. Hopefully we'll see you again later. Thank you, Owen Hizzy. Thank you, Owen, and thank you, Snowy. Patrolling the pit lane. We have three hours and seven minutes to go. Track is now drying out. We can see a dry line starting already. The sun is out over. Where that accident happened is actually now in sunshine. <laughs> so it, it's happening very, very quickly. Look at those famous chrome colours. We've seen them on LMP2 cars. We've seen them on lots of different GT cars over the years. There's Nicholas Johnson at the wheel, hugely experienced. For a while, run the Hyundai outfit in the United States as well as driver for Tracy. Does a lot of other things for Tracy. Tracy's also got an aviation business. Um, just noticing there that Jack Barlow on that lap took six seconds out of uh, De Castro. Yeah. And uh, we've got a track with that because I think uh, we could see Barlow move that century car up into... Uh, third place. Well, we've got wet and dry sectors of the track. It's yeah. a driver's nightmare, really, isn't it? Um, but, you know, you, you, you've got a wet, you don't know what it's going to be like when you arrive at the corner as we're heading down to turn number um, 10 at the moment. Just trying to remember how many Le Mans Nicholas Johnson has done together with uh, his uh, great friend Tracy Crone. 
I think it's it's in double figures for the miles they've done together. They certainly have podiums. Um, I, I, one thing I'll say for sure, I don't think we're going to see a, um, a sub-two-minute lap in the next ten minutes. Okay, I'm just going to put that out yeah, there right I put, now. I put money on that one. Yeah, I'm just going to put that out there right now. That if somebody does do that, I would be unbelievably surprised and unbelievably impressed. Well, it's looking to the track. It's about 22, 20 odd seconds yes, slow, true. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it will continue to evolve. Um, as we see a bit of a dry line coming up, but still lots of water yeah. on the apex. And that's down in turn 14 as he makes his way up the hill to 15. And Barlow chiseled another three seconds off the uh, the Abbey Motors Porsche that lap. There's not a lot of water on the start-finish straight. That's drying out quite quickly. We've got a nice breeze coming across towards us in the grandstand from the coast, and that will help... Um, move some of the water off the circuit there's no spray being thrown up down the start finish straight so that's just damp um, right now you just have to be careful on the brakes coming down to turn one and then tiptoe through two where we've got lots of um, lots of standing water and then it's wet through three four five and six so um, the first uh, part of the lap is uh, a little bit treacherous at the moment yes mr snowden for Mr. Marriott's wishes, I am standing oh, outside man. the garage with uh, Estelant Racing and I have Simon Riker. Simon, um, you're enjoying this a little bit, aren't you? Yes, of course. It's our first 24-hour race as Estelant Racing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we tried everything to get a good lineup before. In the beginning, we prepared everything, but still now three hours to go. We are in this position. Unbelievable. It must be, in some ways, it must be a little bit worrying as well because you want those three hours to go, I guess. Sorry, man. You obviously want those three hours to go to get to the flag. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Just fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, now we have to, to see that we do not do any mistakes. Uh, focus, stay focused. Well, the weather didn't help, did it? Yeah. To be honest, I never thought to go to Dubai and see rain. I mean, yes, I know it happened in the past, but still, I mean, we're in the desert, you know. So rain is, is not the obvious thing. And uh, you, you, had a, you had a stellar stint in the car as well, didn't you? Yeah. Um, I was four times in the car if, um, through night, and yeah, it went quite well. Uh, good pace. Car was fine. Uh, I mean, from qualifying, we were a little bit, uh, how to say... Uh, cautious about the race, but we had a great race pace, so yeah, fine. I mean, coming into this race, you probably didn't expect to be three hours in the end and leading. No, never, never. I mean, uh, from our lineup and the preps we did, we, know, we knew that we would be somewhere in the top, but uh, leading, no way. And the, the, the driver lineup's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, Christopher and I are driving in GT Open. And uh, Christopher then also said, okay, he's, um, he, um, to take a look that we can get Marcus. And uh, also Mike is somebody Christopher knows from, uh, from uh, Asian Le Mans series. Yeah, and, and Jill is also a colleague of us, and so we all got together. There's a few very good CVs there. Yes. <laughs> I, Yours included. I, I would say uh, from Audi-wise, one of the best. 
I think, I think you heard it here first. Simon, thank you so much for your time, and uh, fingers crossed. Thank you. Great editorial stuff there, Snowy. And, um, yeah, because what we haven't been saying, it's an Austrian team, which yeah. is kind of even sort of inferred, I suppose. It's a German team. It's Austrian. Wet weather tyres, they're running out of water, they're finding water all over the track at the moment to try and keep those tyres alive. They're running over onto the where all the marbles are, they're picking up so much rubbish, but the wet weather tyres are now starting to overheat, so this could be problems. I just want to get back to um, the 54. They have been leading, um, we are on 519 laps. They have led 293 of those laps. Now, that is an epic effort. And Barlow now closed into 10 seconds behind the heavy motors. He's coming at him. And two or three laps more, then we should see them wheel to wheel. It's all kicking off here. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Simpson, very talented driver, manager of all Gillette's motor racing activities. Um, at the wheel of the Gillette Plus, we call it, GTX car. Um, and uh, he's done some good lap times, actually. And uh, well in the lead of that GTX. The other GTX cars, the uh, KTM and the uh, Vortex, have, have dropped away now. So great effort from uh, the boys up there in Leeds with that Janetta. 227 back in to the box. The SRS team at uh, Rensport and their 718 came in. That's the one that had a lot of smoke coming out of it earlier. Yeah, yeah. Currently leading TCX uh, by about four laps over um, the 278 Janetta. Um, with Mark Griffith at the wheel at the moment. So that could get very interesting yeah. if they, they can't fix that problem. They may lose the lead of TCX. The Lotus no. is far too behind. The, this lead car's doing 233s. Car behind it, 221s. Might be a tie difference. Might be could, it could well be, yes. Six, so, I mean, six versus West. Uh, yeah, Dennis Marshall in the 96 car collection Porsche is doing 218s. Yes. <laughs> so I think this is a tyre thing, isn't it? It, um, it is. We need that. And it's also about well, how much experience do they have in the rain? Yeah. How much experience do they have in the car that they're in right now in the rain? Yeah. So you can see just a little bit of a dry line starting to appear there as uh, these wet weather tyres pump the, the, uh, the water away. A dry line now appearing down the start finish straight well, on the... Yeah, you can see, see that, that yeah. very, very clearly. He's on wet tyres. He's just gone to the water. Yeah, He's absolutely. trying to keep him cool. Yeah. Find the water. Find the water as he makes the run down in to turn one. There you can see the, the motorsport business park here at Dubai Autodrome. And, uh, yeah, there's still a lot of spray coming off the back of the guys. In a, yeah, uh, it's, it's this in, part of the corner is... It's, and it's inconsistent in and around the track. You've got yeah. almost dry bits and you've got still very wet bits. It's, it's typical spa, really. It is, it is indeed. He's just heading down to turn seven, wet down there. And uh, then he will come up to the 8 9. You can see standing water there. That's oh, sorry, that's uh, turn 11. There's it, what it looks like. It's still dampish. Yeah. That's in turn 9. And okay. uh, on the exit of that, now it starts to ease off a little bit. The wetness starts to ease off. Yeah, the battle for third place is closing, closing. 7.9 seconds now. Again, uh, Jack Barlow closing in on Sabino De Castro in the Abbey Motors, uh, Willie Porsche. And uh, 
lights out at the front, dropping 10 seconds a lap um, to the second place car, but obviously they've got a couple of laps in hand. Yes, so snowy down there in the pit lane. Yeah, we just mentioned the uh, 227 SRS team saw uh, Rensport uh, 718 yes, came with a that's right, and I just thought, well, I'd know we've got the uh, answer to okay. both those issues now. Uh, the reason it's smoking heavily is it has a, a, a gearbox oh. leak. Uh, and I said, okay, I said, ask why it came in the box, the gearbox leak, and I said, uh, are you able to, is it a slow one, are you able to refill it and send it out again? And he just looked at me and said, yeah, sure, we've been it the last two hours. <laughs> it comes from your school of engineering. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Just, oh, fine, that's okay. Just, yeah, fill it, send uh, they're it. Running fill the, it they're, send running it. The they're running the Pressure constant feet. loss oil system. <laughs> yes. That's it, that's the one. Well, yeah. was it that used to do that? The Jap, was it the Jap, Jap. Uh, engines? Yeah, the, the Jap, Speedway, yeah. The Jap Speedway engines were a constant loss system. I remember a uh, speedway rider driving that, Ivan Major. Major? Ivan Major, yes. yeah, a, a Kiwi guy, wasn't yeah. he? And uh, it was, I mean, Speedway still operates in the UK, um, uh, uh, has, has had good television coverage in the I'm, past I'm, on I'm, Sky, but it's not quite the same now. Um, I'm all over the crew pirates. Oh, Seriously, okay. yeah, oh, right, yeah. Okay. Got a couple of Aussies running for them. Yeah. I do follow the English League, yes. as it's called. Yeah. Um, they've got some great tracks as well. And Eastbourne, um, which is actually not in Eastbourne, their tracks. Um, it's up the road a bit. It used to be five miles away from where I lived until quite recently. I used to go there, enjoy that. Done a bit of television on uh, on Speedway. Produced some television, set up the whole outside broadcasting for a little while. It's an interesting thing to do. Um, Victor Shaler is the fastest man out there at the moment. 216.296 on that, that lap. And uh, that was seven seconds quicker than Mike Zell in the Esalant uh, Racing Team. 54 currently leading on 522 laps. Little Speedway story. Um, a long time ago, uh, I did. I worked for CBS Television, who were televising the Speedway World Finals at Wembley Stadium. Oh, yes. And at the time, the big hot shoe was an American world champion called Bruce Pennell. Two things about Bruce Pennell. One, of the, I've, I've interviewed thousands and thousands of drivers and motorsport competitors. And he's one of, he's right there up in the top five of the best people I've interviewed. But when I went there, I was introduced to him in the showers at Wembley. <laughs> He was naked. <laughs> Where'd you look? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those. It's in the book. Um, so Zhao now is, yeah, still dropping five or six seconds a lap to Victor Shatar. Jack Barlow is now 6.7 seconds. So you know Castro's not giving in, is he? Castro's still pushing as hard as he can. And uh, that lap, they were they were almost uh, second, second, well, tenths of a second, tenths of a second. But uh, that is the battle for third place overall, remember? And then we got the Century Motorsport team, Nathan's Freaks team that is built up from running Formula Fords and then into the Gillette, various Gillette series, and, and now this outstanding team in, with their BMWs. 
So just six seconds now separates um, Sabina De Castro from Jack Barlow. Yeah. Two eighteen four, two eighteen three. They're just matching times at right at the. Yeah, well, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Chris, Chris Sarkel doing a very good job indeed, isn't he? Yeah, indeed. And, um, he, he's uh, supported by one of the best-known chefs in Britain called Ainsley Harriet, and Ainsley, as well as being a, a big-name tele, television chef, also has lots of branded products in supermarkets. And Ainsley's a huge enthusiast for motor racing, and um, he works with Chris's family because they're in the food business and comes to a lot of the British GT races and was intending to come out here until the date was changed. So he's a great character. Um, terrific TV performer and outstanding chef too. So Always shame. helps if your name is a chef. You need to be outstanding. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Barlow can one, well. one of the very top, absolutely. I mean, he, he's a very commercial TV chef. Yes. But one of the, the finest Michelin starred chef in Britain is a guy called Michael Kane. And he, he lost an arm in a motorcycle accident. Okay. He's got one arm. And he, he has been, for many years, was a sort of official caterer to Williams. I chatted to him several times. Most interesting guy. Um, so I just love that livery. It is uh, right. We found out, didn't we, that yeah. uh, the, they, no, they, just like they just like the, the like Captain, Captain America deal. Uh, brilliant stuff. Van Berlo at the wheel of the 925 at the moment. A, a six in AM, 23 overall. You know, um, Michael Simpson's really quick in that Genetti, you know, and for a GTX car. He's doing two 18s, and uh, the front runners, uh, <laughs> De Castro did two 18 in the last lap. There's only one car in the top, top, um, possibly, yeah, top 10 that is quicker than him at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's mega for the uh, Toro Verde team. It shows well, how good that car is, though, it doesn't is. it? You know, I, th I think that they're onto something uh, with a. You see, it's a budget racer uh, 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 to have this. You know, for the GTX class and some other classes, it's sort of a GT4 plus, isn't it? Really? It's well, it is. And uh, when we talked to him um, in uh, down at yes, and, uh, oh, sorry, and, and in Kuwait about what the plans were, you know, they want to make it into a, a car that. Um, People can buy as an option instead of going with, say, the Cayman GT4 or yeah. the Supra GT4 or the BMW GT4. They want to make it something cost-effective. Wet tyres coming off. Slicks going on. Oh, there we go. And the changeover for the 54. Mike Zoo into the pits. Now, he's been out, he was out there for a very, very awkward 12 laps, <laughs> unfortunately. There's his face look. Yeah. Yeah. And four laps under code 60 and then... I didn't want to go, did it? Oh, no, we they had that problem earlier on as well. There it's it kicks now, in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they all managed not to fall over each other, which is always good. 45 minutes he spent in the car, 13 laps done. So, a lot of pressure. I, I'm assuming he's, he's Chinese, I mean, with a, a sort of adopted English name. I don't make any I, assumptions anymore. Yeah, I know, it's well, difficult, isn't it? When I, mean, I live here, you the, just can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So racing in the Asian... Uh, they said he was racing in the Asian Le Mans series. Um, so well, well, he's gone to fuel now. Yeah, so yeah. they're also carrying a 10-second penalty. Uh, yeah, but 
Well, we're going to see if they change drivers. We don't know that yet. Yeah, we? we'll and find uh, out when they come out, but I dare say they may well have done that. And uh, Sabino de Castro has gone into the pits, which puts Jack Barlow in the century motorsport car up into the top three. Few drivers getting the 10 second penalty. We've got one for the 992, and also I think that was for the 925, the uh, Team Captain America car having a penalty. 22 second penalty for the VAC Autotech 961. All right. Still running. Um, that's all my penalties on page one. Snowy down in the shady pit lane. Was it shady? Yeah. It's just, it's just about my character or uh, just the weather? One, it'll be accurate. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with the uh, not character. Wrong. Um, yeah, uh, car collection, they just stopped and went on to uh, Slicks. And as I walked up the pit lane there, uh, one of the guys from Team Parker came out to me and just said, um, oh, can I just check, did um, car collection go on to, on to Slicks? Can you confirm? I said, yes, they did. He said, thank you, went back <laughs> in making some notes. Uh, but what well, you notice what I'm leaning against here at Century? It's a set of wets. Interesting. Yeah? Yeah, and I've just gone and asked. You've just brought these through brand new bobbled wets right to the front of the garage. And I just said, is there something you know that we don't? And it's just a very wry smile. And he said, just a precaution. Oh, 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 there you are. The silver uh, fox tells it like it is. Uh, <laughs> that, the reason why is that they didn't have some tyres on rims. They had to go and get the... the they, they didn't. Correct. So just in case, not being exactly, caught out on that one yeah. again. Exactly, yeah. And I did also just check at the same time, Jack Barlow's in the car for quite a while yet, so uh, he's got a, a, a good... He's not coming in any time uh, soon, was the Sorry, quote. did, my, uh, did the uh, Mike's out stay in the Easter Lent car, do you know? I no, think, no, I Giles think Magnus. Oh, Giles, no, yes. Giles Magnus did it, oh, yeah. did, Okay, fine, yeah, I'm wrong. Just, it just popped up on our script. I'll get my coat. You just went way off script there. <laughs> All good. As uh, Jules Baggers gets in there. Now, uh, Jack Barlow's uh, got about another 30 minutes of drive time before right. he hits the two-hour maximum. Um, uh, what I'm seeing at the moment, the stint for the QRTT uh, uh, the team, I've got a stint of over um, two hours there. Now, that may not be driver's stint, but I just need to... They may have come in and got fuel, but two hours and nine minutes... I'm just going to go and have a little look-see at um, the 931 to see what Julian Hanses has been up to. Uh, it didn't click over properly. He is uh, he's yeah. just started that. Um, he hasn't been out for very long. He did come in and box at uh, 34 minutes, but that was in part of the Code 60. So, And our second-place car is now in the pits. Victor Shaitar in the Proton Hoover Porsche. But it's the Austrian car in front. And a very good job from the uh, second of the Santalock Junior team cars. Remember, the, the uh, lead car did go out early with uh, steering problems. Yes. So... Pierre Kaffer, lead driver in that machine, and we, we thought he'd be right in the mix towards the end. And I'm quite sure what that, that... They thought they cured the problem, but they obviously had it. Something else was causing whatever happened in the steering, because they had it 
in qualifying after putting it on the pole and then they had it again early on in the race. So I'm not sure what's going on with that Audi. I'm sure they'll strip it all down and, and find out. But I don't think it's a, I don't believe it's a known problem on those R8s. So we have 46 minutes to go if, um, for people to clear any penalties over 30 seconds. Yeah. They have to be cleared before we click under two hours. Anything under that will be just added to time, um, as it does in when you stop in the pit lane, and they'll just add that on. Anything over 30 seconds must be served um, in before we click over the last two hours. And... Uh yeah, Proton Hoover put Sven Muller there. Hot shoe, former Porsche Super Cup champion, into the car. 989 serving uh, their penalty. So now we got hot shoes, in, and, and now yes. Jack Barlow's coming. Yeah, he, he, he couldn't hang out there too much longer. No. He, I'm not sure if it was on wets or not. But he, he's, a, he's an amp plus. Barlow, so yeah. he surely is allowed to do as much as he likes. It, it, it has to do two hours, presumably, but he can do more. Tyres going on the 22. British Racing Greats. Now, and a bit, a bit the Silverstone circuit. I'm not sure what British Racing Greats have not heard of that organisation. We will find out. Is they, uh, I think it's a charity thing, but I'll just try and check. Yeah, Snowy, what have you got for us? Yeah. Century M4 are absolutely... Yeah, there's a dry line all around the circuit now. Nothing left. So um, I'm going to just I'm just going to go and grab Jack Boller if I can. In the meantime, I've got Dan Harper here. who's going to he's leaning against the stack of wet tires, thinking he can get away <laughs> with doing no work. So no, not a not a chance, mate. <laughs> You're being paid. I have to be. I'm mean, I have to be on my best behaviour. It's like having your dad round, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It is. But yeah, like granddad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's probably watching at the minute. Yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> Give him our best wishes. Um, well, obviously, Jack was supposed to be on a longer stint there, but of course, just those tyres just, just shredded, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. The the conditions just dried up so quick. Obviously, with the heat in the tarmac. Um, so, our the other cars coming in now for slicks. Um, driver will stay in, and uh, we'll uh, see how far we go. See if there's any more rain going to come and spoil it up again. As one of my colleagues said, it's not over until the uh, till the fat camels are singing uh, to make it sort of cultural here and appropriate. But um, it's you know, there's a bit of a way to go yet. But you, at this point, you must you must be pleased with the race so far. Yeah, I mean we've we've two cars fighting in the top five, both overall podiums, both for class wins. So uh, we couldn't really be in a better position. But obviously, there's uh, just under three hours to go, and we know what can happen in ten minutes. Never mind three hours. So we just need to keep going. Like obviously it's very chaotic at the minute, so just doing our best, being as relaxed as possible, and uh, the race will just come to us. So uh, we're in a good position, and we just need to keep taking off the laps. And the noisy guys behind it, obviously servicing your other car, I can see you watching over the shoulder. But obviously Darren's won British GT with himself this year or last year. What are his plans going forward? 
Oh, I think he has big plans. Um, I can't unfortunately uh, announce those, but um, I think it's exciting for him. I'm excited for him, and uh, um, yeah, we'll see see in the next few weeks. <laughs> We need what are the big plans? How do you say big plans? Some motorsport. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's insightful. Thank you. Thank you. That's really helpful there. He's been so well trained by BMW. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just on that note, what, what are your plans? Um, I mean, hopefully I will also be able to announce mine soon. Um, it's still quite it's quite crazy at the moment, just trying to get all the, the lineups and the program Um So hopefully in the next few weeks I'll know exactly what I'm doing. Uh, but as long as I'm racing in a, in a car somewhere in a BMW, then I'm happy. Hopefully we'll see you in some 24 hours. Hopefully. Good. One of those, one thing still to do. Thank you very much, Dan Harper, ex-BMW uh, junior team. And when I say ex, that's because the BMW junior team was disbanded, as in they had done it served its purpose. So uh, that's consultant with BMW still uh, on the Century yeah, Motorsport great team. to have him. I'm sure he's offering a lot of help down there, uh, Dan Harper. I'm sure that BMW have got some decent plans from the coming season. I believe they've got a roster of 22 wow. signed drivers. Oh, so uh, do. Yeah. Um, and the junior team goes back many, many years, of course, right down to people like Eddie Cheever. Wow. And, uh, and a very good programme that Junior team brought up lots of great drivers over the past. Cars getting back up to speed. Giles Magnus at 203.776, 203.026 for Sven Miller. Just one minute and four seconds behind the Estelant uh, racing team. That's the closest he's been um, in uh, for yeah, well, over 500 laps. Yeah. Uh, so they lost out, well, they lost out, of course, they had the lights out in the car, at least yes. experience of their runners, and then terribly, t he didn't drop it. Well, well he didn't they, drop it. Uh, no. They can't make up any ground under code 60. No. So, um, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it, it's very interesting the way that one is playing, playing out. And uh, just to say, Lewis, uh, Plato has gone into the, the 22 BMW now. Yep. So they kept Skelt, uh, Southgeld in, but uh, Plato... Is, is now running the 22 car and up maybe to the end, I would well, suggest. Well, uh, 2.39 to go, he'll have to get out of the car. Oh, uh, yeah, of course, a length of yeah, driving two hours, uh, Two hour maximum stint. Um, wait until we get to about an hour and 59 to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're going to yeah. throw everybody, uh, all of the quickest drivers at it, um, very, very uh, short order. Yeah, that British Racing Greats is a charity. Incident. Oh, it, it is. And uh, the, uh, uh, the Team Captain America serving their time penalty. That was a 10-second penalty for them. So lots of people getting their penalties out of the way um, because if they get a stack of penalties and it goes over 30, they're going to have to come in and serve them. So uh, everybody, and you've only got two hours to um, serve your penalty. Um, so... Uh, well, that track has dried up so quickly now. Just Wind, sun and track temperature. It wasn't enough water to soak in to cool the track down. Uh, it's, we got that bit. You don't want to go offline too far. You, you will find um, it to be very greasy. You'll just need to mind your racing line, I think, for probably another 15, 20 minutes until it really does start to, uh, to uh, improve. 
Yeah. But you're clear racing line down the start finish straight now. So after those pit stops, the uh, century, the leading century car, 22, has dropped back to 47 seconds behind yep. the, uh, the Evy Motors car. Well, that race call came at 9am and uh, people chose the wet tyres. We went green and by 10.05 we were back on the slicks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one hour of it. What is the ambient out there? At the moment, it's 24 degrees. Yep. Ish. I'll just uh, open my weather watch. Twenty-four degrees. Yes. Yeah. Wind coming in from the northwest at twelve point six. Sixty-five percent humidity. You'd expect that just after a little bit of rain. And uh, we got down to a nineteen point six at seven a.m. this morning. Absolutely freezing. And uh, back up into the low twenties. We should be up in the, the, the mid to high twenties by the time we finish this race in uh, just over two and a half hours. I did uh, suggest the uh, Audi engine was built in Hungary. You did uh, suggest that. The Hungarian Audi plant in Gior has produced over the years more than 35 million engines. <laughs> okay. So I think that's definitely where that engine... Well, I don't know about the racing version of it. They, uh, so they sort of know what they're doing. Most definitely know what they're doing. As um, we follow 992 in to... And interesting, in that shot you could see the Dragon Racing headquarters. Yep, right sad, not a happy weekend for them, as we expected so much. Well, we wish them all the very best for ALMS next weekend. Peter Snowden. warmer version of Max Lynn in front of you right now. <laughs> uh, you're also slightly confused by not wearing the Bentley overalls for that stint. Yeah, um, the, as the uh, guys were cleaning the tyres out back, they accidentally cleaned my Bentley suit. So um, I'm, I'm stuck in my historic racing suit for the final stint. They were cleaning the tyres and uh, my suit was behind the tyres and they decided to give my suit a, a wash at the same time. Exactly, so uh, I went to go put my suit on and it was about 10 kilos in weight. So <laughs> I, thought, I was going to say, nice and cool would be good, but 10 kilos of weight, not good. No, not, not good, not good at all. <laughs> couldn't make it up, could you, really? Really couldn't, really couldn't. So I've just noticed the tyres that came off your car are down at Century Motorsport with the car, the tyres that came off Jack Barlow's there, the West came off after they were, they were shredded. You didn't look too bad, obviously you can't drive them in these conditions, but they didn't look like they'd um, overheated too much. No, the, the, the plan was we're not fighting anyone on track. If we were to get on the Pro-Am podium, it'd have to be to someone's misfortune. So we just want to make it to the end. And when it started coming down with rain, we made the decision, no matter if it dried up, we'll go on wets, we'll poodle round until it completely dried, and then we come in for sleep. So that's what we've just done now. 
that the traction control was, we had too much traction control, too much ABS, but it was safe, and we're just here to make it to the end now, and we're on our way to doing that, so that was my job out there. And I can imagine, uh, to quote Jimmy Johnson from the Mon last year, when he went starting the NASCAR in the West, I'd imagine that was, that's entertaining. It was, it was, the thing with this guy is you point it straight and put your foot on the throttle, and... It was quite difficult to do both of those things out there, so the, the strengths of the Bentley aren't so strong in the wet, unfortunately. But it was. You're used to historic cars, they never do anything in a straight line, do they? No, I'm used to GT40s, and they are the worst car ever in the wet. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I know that. <laughs> I think these might top it, to be honest. They can't go in a straight line, and even the upshift kicks in the traction control. So <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was good fun. Do you ever say to yourself when you're out there, remind me why I'm doing this? Yes, absolutely. It's when, it's when my engineer came on the radio and said, there's a chance of rain. And I replied, that's not the radio message I was expecting to hear in Dubai. And he went, that was not the radio message I was hoping to give you. I've got the wrong radio station on. Pardon? I've got the wrong radio station Exactly, exactly. I'm thinking I'm in Daytona for the moment. <laughs> Max, thank you ever so much. And uh, enjoy getting get that glass of water now. And sorry, another another mission for you, mate. Um, Sim, British team, Simpson Motorsport. Um, they're, of course, leading the TCE class. I don't think we've heard that much from them. They've got uh, the Birmingham driver, Kavi Jundu, at the wheel at the moment. I might, might pop down there and see what they've got to say. I think Ollie Webb got drafted into that team at the last, uh, last moment. So maybe you might find Ollie as a former winner of this race, of course. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Well, I knew that, of course, to make it easy for you. <laughs> well, I've got a chance. <laughs> will tell me, actually, is probably Lauren Robinson. We'll try, try and grab it if we can. So, well, Lauren's out there. Lauren's up. I know, I know you've, built these, you've built these noisy cars, it's your fault. Um, ah. We're just talking, um, I'm talking to Lawrence Tomlinson, we're just talking about Ollie Webb being dropped in on this car. No, 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 uh, uh, Slowy. Uh, apologies. Simpson Motorsport, not Michael Simpson. Oh, Mike, sorry, he's talking about Mike, Mike Simpson. Sorry, Lawrence, I've got the wrong car. So he's talking about Mike, I was talking about Simpson Motorsport, but just oh, yeah. we've got you here. Um, obviously, a little bit entertaining for you out there, for the guys in, in the wet, to say the least. It's obviously the same story up and down the pit lane, but yeah, yeah. Fortunately, um, we we didn't wasn't a wasn't a time in the race when we needed to really push. So um, I was just out there. I'd only done I'd only done ten minutes of my stint. Started raining, so just took it easy. And then within a, a lap or so, the the BMW and the Porsche had come together. So could. So we went straight to code 60. So we had like 30, 40 minutes where I'm absolutely full of fluids, thinking I'm really full of fluids. <laughs> I know what you mean, yes. <laughs> so uh, as soon as it, we, we said, we'll stay out on the slicks, because you obviously code 60, you can drive on anything. Um, and then we looked at it and just said, well, as soon as it goes, as soon as it goes green, we'll box. And uh, put wets on and uh, put Mike in the car then. And Mike's super good in the wet, so... Yeah. I think he's pretty super good in anything, isn't he, really? Yeah, but he's particularly, particularly good in the wet. Um, yeah, we don't, yeah, he's a great driver. Um, 
but you, you mentioned the Porsche and BMW that came together. They didn't actually. It was the wet. Because the Porsche went off in the wet and hit the barriers, and then the BMW went off and collected the Porsche. Yeah. Just pure, pure misfortune. So I mean, obviously, I just see the what what's happened. I wasn't near it. I, I came down half a lap later. So um, yeah, look, it was it was slippery down there, and I, I think the issue was there's um, there's like a stream runs across between four and five. And I don't know if that's what caught them out, but it was running across. I mean, after about after about five or ten minutes of rain, it was uh, it was pretty bad. So yeah, but, I mean, it's really weird because I think every time I've been to Dubai, it's rained. I mean, it's, it's not normal, is it? <laughs> it's a crowded house song, isn't it? Take, take the weather with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very good. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's good. For I've the... just been told to get my coat. It's good for the gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence, thank you very much for your time. And I'll, thank you very much. We'll speak to you later. And I'll uh, I'll go and find Simpson Motorsports. Simpson Motorsport, I, I totally yeah, misheard you. Yeah. And apologies for the microphone there. You're absolutely right, Phil. I just forgot to move no, it. Once. I, no, we wanted to hear from Lawrence that car. As you know, it's been so impressive that car. And uh, interesting, because Mike Simpson was really quick in the wet. You know, when when, they, when he first went back, he, he was almost as quick as the lead cars. So uh, yeah, see if you can find Simpson Motorsports. Mr. Smith down there, who's the the owner. we see the Ginetta again. Yeah, it is wider than the regular 56s, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. It's got those flared arches on yeah. it that look very, very nice indeed. We had a really good nosy around that car. so low to the ground. You, know, you stand alongside it and it's like, OK, um, that's almost below elbow height. Oh, this I hadn't spotted. Luke Broikers is back in the lead of 992. Ah. Just ahead, it's... it's uh, it's 1 minute 15 between them and the, the Kuwaitis doing that great job. Ibrahim Al... I'll let you say it. Abdul Ghani? <laughs> Abdul Ghani, yes. Um, that, uh, that 962 fact, Autotech car, it's a very good team fact. Been around a long time. Well, they, that's in the hunt. So sort of well, it's a, down on them, but uh, it's and then, a, then it's Red Ant, and then RPM Racing got up to third, didn't they, for a while? Yes. Um, the Tracy Crown's mob, but now they dro dropped back. So we got a battle amongst those nine nine twos. We expected it, but it, it, it has worked out really well. Yeah, um, but the uh, Paul Major in the the Park Auto Check car currently running third in nine nine two, so he's on the podium. Yeah. Um, but just keeping his nose clean, only 20 pit stops for those cars, uh, for that car, for the Falco Autotech car, 24 for the QMMF by HRT, um, who is in front of them. And, and so um, there's a little bit going on there. Red Campbell Jordan's dot NL leading the 992 category, uh, 24 stops in all, which uh, says that uh, some people have been topping up, some not so. And uh, we're about 27 minutes away from finding out who's going to... Yep. I suppose Toro Rosso. But I think looking at a car, it ought to be being run by Toro Orange. Oh, true, yes. Yes. 
Vasily Vladkin at the wheel of the 496 leader in the GT4 category at now. And uh, because of that accident um, with the 438, which was challenging it, and the most unfortunate accident, no driver fault whatsoever. They came around the corner. It just no. was raining. There was no warning. I don't think the flag marshals even had time to get the slippery surface flag out. And over there where they were, it's uh, the flag marshal is on the far side. It's not where you're looking. You're looking through the corner and it's on the far side of the of the circuit. So uh, they probably didn't even get a chance to get the slippery surface flag out before um, the 438 and the 908 found the water and ended up in the wall. But wow. this, this car now leading uh, comfortably um, as... Um, the second car is still on the lead, uh, is still on the leaderboard. Uh, Ivan Krapistev in 32nd position, but uh, at the moment the cars that are running behind it are just sort of closing up a little bit. Well, the surface is not so slippery anymore because uh, Gilles Magnus is down in a 201.630. Yep. Drying out, sun coming out, got a lovely breeze. The um, the apex garden is starting to fill up. And uh, we are two hours, 25 minutes and about 35 seconds away from the chequered flag. And uh, we, I, because those range calls popped up so quickly, I've got to keep looking. I absolutely have to keep looking at it now uh, because I'm not too sure um, if we don't get anything else happening because it was, it was, it was 9 o'clock. We found out about them at around about 8, 8.40. Um, when we got the first whispers that there was rain um, uh, coming um, at the marina and, and, and also out on uh, the Palm Jumeirah. So, uh, on board now, I think, with... Um, was, was that the Breakers car? I think we were on board with them. Yeah, the uh, 909, Luke uh, Broikers, the younger. I remember Captain it races not so long ago, and he wasn't, uh, he was so young, he wasn't allowed to race. He spent oh. the whole time sitting in a garage on a, on a little simulator driving that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now he's, let's say, he's as quick as his brother. Although his brother has won this race outright, remember, in the past, before he sort of went into a, a more, not being a pure racing guy, but also in a management role. And there is Luke Broikers. That little storm that went past us has totally dissipated off into it, the yeah. distance. Nothing, yeah. nothing left. Just uh, a little bit of cloud seeding. That's all you need. Yeah, the um, keep the dust down. That's the, what uh, it's done. It's kept the dust down. The 22 is closing back down on the Abbey Motors. You know, down to 30 seconds now the gap, and just showing. Yeah, I mean this is. We could be in for a grandstand finish. We're down to one minute four seconds between first and second, and that's three point four seconds on that lap that um, uh, that uh, Lewis Plato um, pulled out. Two oh two two one two. Yeah. Sabina De Castro a two oh five six nine seven. That may be tra that may be traffic related. Yeah, it could be. We don't see it on the screen, but the, you know, there's a big battle going on for the lead of this race now. And obviously, as you said, that that. Uh, this talent car has, has been in the lead for so long, but 
It's not over yet. No, far from over so at either this stage. for first or second or third and fourth. Fastest lap for Yannick Redant in the uh, Red Ant Racing Car, 205-107. And then uh, Michael Simpson in the Toro Verde Junior of G56. It's a 205-407. That little bit of water on the track, all of a sudden it's got a lot of grip. And, that, uh, and that's Simpson's fastest lap. Well, that car's fastest lap through the whole race. Yes. Must still be in pretty good shape. And the same with Redant, in fact. The fastest that has done all through the... What that's done is just... and a half hours. Probably cooled the air down just a little bit. Yes. Just giving them a little bit more grunt. So, two hours 22 on the clock. Fine weather. <laughs> Sunshine. Nice breeze. 24 degrees. Um, what else do you want? Um, a motor race? Well, you're getting that in spades at the moment. As um, we have battle shaping up all throughout the classes. And light flashing there. Uh, so Lewis Plato in yeah. the 22 century motorsport BMW M4 GT4. Very difficult to miss that car with its uh, almost fluoro, um, yeah. high vis um, paint job. Keeping an eye on the penalties at the moment. And uh, the 54 got a pit stop uh, pit stop penalty cancelled. That's uh, nice, but everybody is seemed to have served. Now I've just got to have a look here to find out where that car is. Also, just butt in here. I'm just wondering yeah. if there's a little problem with the 95 car because uh, Sabino De Castro. Uh, it might be traffic, of course, but he dropped yeah. another four seconds to uh, Lewis Plato that lap, and off off the pace two or three seconds that he's, he'd been running earlier. But it could be related to traffic. Most definitely. And at this time, pretty much everybody has served their penalty except for the seven, uh, the nine three six. But that's no longer racing. And so uh, that uh, went out a little bit earlier on. That's a K Kramer racing car yeah. that went in, came back out and went back in to the box. Yellow flag at turn seven. And Charles Espelau still got it, you know. He's been racing a long time as Charles. Oh, he'd love Winning these conditions. Jeff, he's just done a 202.9. I mean, the car, of course, after that transmission problem, is right down in uh, 28th place and fifth in GT3 Amp. Yep. That's going to uh, cause him some issues with the AM Trophy. Yep. Because the Manamari Energy by Ebby Motors in, in the GT3 category is currently running third and first in Pro-Am. So it's going to take the GT3 title away from him. Yes. Um, which he doesn't want to want. But I won't say that just yet. Sorry, I didn't mean to put the mocker on that um, for the CP Racing Team because um, there's still a long way to go and lots of things can happen as we have seen throughout. Um, yeah, but then uh, De Castro's next lap is slow as well, 2.07. So I wonder if there's an issue with that car. 
we will find out no doubt in due course so I don't think CP Racing are going to win the GT3 no. championship because they're, they're eight points behind and they're not going to factor in, in this. They will win, however, the AM category. Uh, the reason is they're the only ones oh. in the AM category to do all three races. And then having a look at who's doing the best. Uh, the Century Motorsport uh, second car, the 14, leads the GT3 AM. But it's uh, one minute and 15 seconds behind its sister car. Very different paint schemes, of course, at that, uh, that team. few cars um, I am still trying to work out how many cars we have left circulating um, because of the uh, the the last one that um, came in and uh, that isn't circulating yeah and when we had a work with Dylan Pereira, so that that's not running. Uh, yeah, that's definitely out because yeah, the right. guy told us, yeah. Two. Some have been in the pits for a long time and headed back out. The 277 was that, um, the MRS GT, the, uh, the 989. Uh, the Mulder Motorsport has had all those issues, but Keanu Alazari out there at the wheel of the 921 at the moment. Looks like the Vortex has got back out there again after some lengthy pit stops for the 701. 278 still circulating getting around he'll move up the overall order as he's got some cars that are in front of him that aren't um, running anymore it was just because they the later they go in the race um, obviously the lap compared to a GT car to a, um, a, a TCX car um, they could be 10 to 12 laps distance and it takes all of those laps to for us to see that car drop down the order Good battle going on here. The Farka Autotech car on the inside. It's a 9.30 leading that battle. So they make their way down the hill. Turn five. Turn six.
9.30 and the 9.61. Battling um, out there, 37th, 38th position, um, the uh, Michael DiMartino for the K... Uh, uh, let's have a look at that. I've still got that registered in the pits. Might have to have a look yeah. at that. So, I'm just working out. I think it's it. It's the second car in this battle. Yeah, it's a nice little battle. That wasn't right at the moment with the 961, just the uh, meat and the sandwich. Yeah, the 961, Christian Traber in the fuck auto tech car. Yeah, he's another of those, that group of historic racers we mentioned. Yes. Uh, and uh, Christian's driven a lot of nice cars over the years. And that's the 930 of Stefan Adler, just three tenths of a second separating them at the moment. That's a battle for AM position seventh and eighth. So make their way down through turn 13. Round 14 now, totally dry circuit on the racing line. Still puddles of water lying around for errant cars. They make their way on to the start finish straight to complete another of the 5.39 kilometre laps here at Dubai Autodrome. Christian Traber's done a lot of racing in, in historic in a BMW M1 and sort of raced a BMW 2002 um, from Switzerland. But, uh, I think the, the, those, uh, those group of historic guys, um, including Mark Davis, the Belgian. Uh, dealer in old Formula One cars and and the like, his RMD company, he was telling me um, they're all over 60 yep. and uh, never done a modern motor race in their life. They've only ever done a historic race in that tr tr trio drivers and they're absolutely loving it. Ah, that's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, if it doesn't, if it doesn't rain, it pours and uh, the get speed a Mercedes AMG, the car number nine, they have been uh, deducted one lap from the race for not fulfilling Have their they? minimum driver time for their AM or AM plus driver, which is one twelfth of race distance. But the nine retired quite a few laps ago and it's been in the pits and it's sitting on 360 laps our race leader and 541 so that's quite a while ago that, that retired but hey still you got to do the regulations yep so that uh, number 22 car still closing in a little bit on uh, Sabino de castro castro just going underneath uh, us now yeah heading uh, down the turn one Two oh three six three six for him at that time, and two oh three nine six five. So played it just a little bit slower, losing a little bit of ground. And, uh, and a two oh three and a bit for Charles Espinel. Yeah, these. I think Charles but, is liking it out there. Yeah, at the moment. must be. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's just. Uh, uh, I, let, let's do this. But uh, yeah, real shame for them with that uh, gearbox issue. Yep. And uh, 
Heavy staggering all those Mercedes. The get speed car was, you know, one we thought. What's might. going on with them? Yeah. They used to be so bulletproof. And there's the uh, Cayman smoking away on the constant loss or gearbox oil system. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, need to be careful with that because there was a lot of oil in pit lane when Snowy was down there. So it is dropping fluid on the track. And oh, we've got a spinner down the oh, back yeah. up there. The spinner just taking a little too much of the kerb. Makes his way back on to the circuit. That's at the exit of turn 10. And that was a Qatari car. That was a... Oh, was it? Yeah. Yes, it was in, I think, the Qatari car. It's got that silver front on it with their... Yep. Ibrahim... Al Abdulgani at the wheel of the 931. They are, of course, leading 992 AM, and they've got about five laps yeah, exactly. on, on the RPM, which is you know, second in that category now. Uh, Patrick Huisman's back at the wheel of that car. Yeah, I think um, um, they're okay. That's, that, that's, that's okay, just a little lose. But um, we're getting to that stage of the race, Andrew, where tiredness yeah. starts. Yeah. Even though these guys try and sleep and we've got motorhomes in the back of the thing, you cannot escape the noise. No. And, you just, and you're always wondering, OK, what's going on? It goes all quiet. You go, well, is it us? Is it a Coach 60? And you wake up just because of that lack of noise. Yes. You cannot really rest. So that is really uh, interesting, uh, the way that that all plays out. Craig Thompson doing the tyre pressures on the uh, 496, currently leading the GT4 category. They'll have one more pit stop because we're at two hours and nine minutes. As the cars make their way down the start-finish straight. The uh, number and brand on there shows what position they're in and also... Um, the abbreviation of their name and the telmarks and the, the system that we use to identify the cars. The only bit they haven't quite cracked is when you've got like Tomlinson, father and son. Yes. They haven't cracked that yet. Though. They need to change the colour. Yep. <laughs> or Tom it, L. Or it's Tom always Bo. difficult. What do yeah. you do? Yeah. What, how do you change it? Gap 17.122 seconds, about um, six tenths, seven tenths of a second quicker. With that battle continuing on for Pro Am one and two, Micapano is in the pits from seventh position, second in Am in the Hass RT. Audi R8 LMS down to the fuel station. Probably a driver change in that one. 2.07 to go. That's awkward, but they're going to have to do another pit stop anyway because they that car can't run to the end on that fuel load. There'll be an hour and 10, hour and 15 minutes on that. Just making sure that everybody's got their drive time done. Lots for the team manager to manage here, uh, especially with code 60s and strategy on who's doing what. 
and you don't want to get caught out right at the end of the race and all of a sudden you haven't done the required amount of time for your drivers or they exceed that time and all of a sudden that changes the whole aspect of the race. Phil, they're showing the stint timer for the uh, Abbey Motors at 1.42. Um, so don't quite understand that. So. But obviously it's got to make a stop soon. Yes, indeed. And that will put the Century BMW back into third place. True. It's chipping away all the time. Lewis Plato's got the gap down to 14 seconds now. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to get tight towards the end. I'm just trying to do the maths on where they have been, and uh, that's actually coming down quite uh, nicely. Stefan, uh, Stephanie Adler and the HRT Performance and Christian Traber having a great battle, 24th, 25th respectively, seventh and eighth in the 992 AM, and just three tenths of a second separating them. With with just on over just. Over two hours to go before we see the chequered flag here at um, the 19th running of the 24 hours of Dubai. Round number three of the Middle East trophy powered by Hankook. Mike Simpson's back at the wheel of the semi works Janetta. White car with the orange stripes. There's a little flag on the front of the yes. car as well, in orange. I'm not quite sure what that's about. There's one for Snowy to check up on. What is that flag on the front of the Janetta? Don't know, no, it's still, still skating around a little bit as he uh, puts the foot down. Luke Brookers at the wheel of the Red Camel Jordan's.nl. 526 laps completed before that. 83 in the pits. That's our second place car from Proton Huber competition. Sven Mueller. And uh, with uh, 2.05 to go, will they get... Um, it's about a four-minute stop. They've already been in 48 seconds. Straight down to fuel for them. Good run by Dennis Marshall in the car collection. Porsche, the 96 car. He's the fastest man on track. Last couple of laps. Hans Wehrman also in from ninth position, running in GD3 AM in fourth in the Huber Motorsport Porsche. Just saw that in the background in the pit lane. And Dennis Marshall just making his way into the pits from sixth position, um, Pro-Am 3 in GT3, the car collection Motorsport. Yeah, Dennis normally runs in the ADAC Masters uh, series. Yes. He's a 27-year-old from uh, Karlsruhe. And I think he was, he was certainly on the factory Audi roster. Is that like a dinner roster where you can apply? No, no, you can't apply. Seriously? You are selected. No, um, I'm not happy with but that. But of course, most of them have lost their contracts with the, this oh. uh, decision to put all the resources into the upcoming Formula One programme. Yes. And... Um, I had like 10 or you know, 15 works drivers and they're, you know, Audi customer support racing operation or whatever they called it. And uh, most of them lost the contracts, but some like Christopher Haas have got long-term contracts, so he's still being paid by Mr. Audi of Ingolstadt. Yeah, Dennis Marshall um, won the Spa 12 hours in the 20s uh, last year. And, uh, 
Dennis was racing last weekend, wasn't he? And, yeah. Uh, I think that, I can't, what was he in? Um, I got notes that it was his first ever race in a Porsche. Now, the TCX category. Ah, uh, yes. Let's have a look at Patrick Cole in the SRS team Sorg Rensport, currently leading that on 460 laps, 1 minute 24 seconds ahead of Mark Griffith in the CWS Ginetta. Now, the last lap times were only a tenth apart with two hours, two minutes and 44 seconds to go. Is there enough tenths in seconds and minutes for Mark Griffiths <laughs> to uh, get up to the back of the uh, Porsche? Um, the the constant loss gearbox oil system with its own its own defense mechanism against attack from behind. Um, uh, he, he's been one of our real characters, hasn't he, yeah. in this race? Yeah. Um, That uh, battle for third has closed down into 11.6 seconds. There is the hunter. And he's chasing after the Porsche. I don't, I don't, uh, this team always was entered as Willie Motors, and they've still got it up in the garage. Oh, so yes. yes. I, got, um, I remember it from all think, the years here, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they probably bought the crack heavy motors team in to, to uh, raise their game, really. Um, Willie Motors being, being a, a Romanian outfit, of course. So here is that marvellous BMW M4. The first time this car ran in anger was at the um, Sebring, 12, uh, Sebring 24 hours that Creventic uh, uh, ran, and they had all kinds of problems with it because it was, a, it was basically a long shakedown test. And I think Dan Harper might have been driving it, actually. Okay, just going through the penalty list, and there are considerable. Yes. Okay, um, scrolling. At the moment, everyone has served their penalties. Oh, that's good news. Okay, because we're uh, right at the two-hour mark uh, with about 55 seconds to go when you can't uh, um, serve. Anything under 30 seconds will be added onto, onto your race time. Any time after that, you need to serve. But if it's over 30 and you can't serve your penalty in the last two hours, you're going to get uh, a, a, a penalty on top of that as well. Right. The, the 83 has just been in the pits and changed drivers. And uh, Sergei Borisov will, uh, well, has indeed climbed into the car. And I think we've got to... Results rundown coming up, shall we? You, yeah, do, you gonna... do one page, I'll do the next. <laughs> Indeed, because we're getting very, very tired. And yeah. there we go. I'll start off with the Excellent uh, um, uh, ra Racing team in the GD3 have been leading the way for uh, now over um, half of this race. And second position is the 83 Proton Huber competition. And uh, the third place, the 95 of Manu uh, Manu Manu Energy by Ebby Motors.
in uh, their 992 uh, GTR, all running in uh, the Pro-Am category. Then we got the four, uh, fourth position, 22 Century Motorsports GT3 Pro-Am. And the, the quickest AM at the moment is the Century Motorsport in fifth position. So the Century running a Pro-Am and an AM car, doing very well indeed. Fourth, fifth outright, leading their classes. 96 in sixth position, Car Collection Motorsport GT3 Pro-Am. The Santalock Junior Racing Team, uh, Wilf Wilfred Mirafina with uh, the other Mirafinas in seventh position. Just three drivers in that car doing a fantastic job to be where they are in their Audi um, R8 LMS. And then in eighth position, it's the 21 Haas RT um, at the moment with Mika Pano at the wheel. And then... Coming in uh, ninth place is the Hoover Motorsports uh, car, the one that Jason Hart's done such a good job in. Then the, uh, the Bentley, which we love so much, now in tenth place. The uh, Rick Breukers, Evo Breukers car. Uh, Fabian Dans, of course, with the family in 11th place and leading the category. But chased hard by the uh, Kuwaitis in their Porsche in the HRT run machine. Then the fact Autotech uh, Porsche from Switzerland, Red Ant Racing, the uh, bright green RPM racing uh, car led by Tracy Crone. And then uh, in 16th place, wrapped down by Fulgenzi. 7-8th is the 795 um, Toro Verde uh, leading the uh, GTX category in the G56 Janetta. Uh, Michael Simpson at the wheel. The 18th position is uh, the 929 HRT Performance. Um, Jamie Day, local driver in the 992, running in the 992 Cup. 19th position, 27, Heart of Racing by SBS in the Mercedes AMG GT3. 20th position, the number 992 NKPP Racing by Baz Coton Racing. And um, 21st position, the 901 Pro Sport uh, Racing, in running in the 992 Cup category. And uh, then we have the Team Captain America by Baz Coton Racing um, in 22nd position. In 23rd is the 937 SMP um, Racing, also in the 992 Cup. And then in 24th position, the 930 of HRT Performance with Stefan Adler at the wheel, also the Cup car. And in 25th place, the FAC Auto Tech car with the uh, historic drivers in. And then 26th, the Continental Racing uh, GT4 Toyota. That's what moved up the field. The CP Racing 27 with Espinal, of course, going very quickly at that moment. In 28th is the Attempto Racing uh, machine in the pit and in problems, of course, and, and not going any further. And 29th is Seblajou racing with Duo, the uh, Luxembourg team. Then it's uh, number 30, uh, MRS GT. Then the Simpson uh, Motorsport, uh, number 31. And the 32, uh, the other Simpson uh, Motorsport car uh, with... Uh, Fabian Dufault and uh, the very quick Matthew, Matthew Detray in it. Um, but that's obviously had problems. Uh, song uh, Red Sport there in 33rd, 34th. The uh, CWS car that we've seen a lot of, the great characters Colin White and Mark Griffiths driving that. And then Dan Morris, of course, and Owen Hissey we've seen on screen. And then the Vortex has dropped down to 35th, but still running. 36th uh, Rasoon, so it's a bit of a battle there for second place in uh, GTX with the KTM. That's had problems. The KK, K Kramer cars also had problems. 37 Home Guard Motorsport, these are all people that are, are out basically. Mulder Motorsport, 39th, and in 40th place, 
the MRS GT number 989 car. And 41 uh, CWS and Lotus is 42nd. Neuhofer Rennsport is uh, in 43rd place. The Getspeed car, all of these are retirements. Uh, then uh, the uh, Cox Racing, they hit problems. Uh, AC Motorsport, Century Motorsport uh, with the crash BMW at 48. is the racing one. Ferrari retired. Uh, the McLaren retired. It's uh, 50th, the Herbert car, which might have been a, a front runner, but uh, crashed. Dragon Racing uh, had its problems. Grove Racing had early problems, Santa Lock, uh, song, and then uh, the 55th, the life that's never started. So that is your 55. With one hour and 55 minutes to go. Now, I have been wondering what Manamari is. And you probably know, Phil. Um, no. Oh, well. I don't. It's a, it's a Dubai-based um, energy drink. I'm oh. told. Well, I don't do energy drinks. No, I, it's a sort of Dubai um, Red Bull, I suppose. It, uh, it The website tells me it uh, boosts your performance. So, it, it uh, there it is. It's boosting uh, that car's <laughs> performance, maybe. Indeed. But that's not their colour scheme. That's the one that... Um, that uh, Ebby uh, used uh, on many occasions. Ebby, of course, well, the, the uh, Romanian-led group um, moving up to uh, the top class uh, this year and running in third place, 3.9 seconds ahead of Lewis Plato. And here is the battle on screen now. So, as we said, this, uh, this race is uh, it's still leaving a, a lot of questions to be answered. And maybe we'll get to their right here. That's the spot after 22 hours. And here the pair of them are running virtually wheel to wheel with Plato, I think, about to pounce. Yeah. About to pounce. He went into the pits. Oh, he went into the pits. So yeah. He, he didn't, uh, yeah. I just got to wait till he crosses the line so it triggers. The other Century Motorsport car has pitted. Yeah, the, uh, Plato, Plato shown in third place now. Yep, there you go, Sabina De Castro um, into the pits. That battle will continue on. It will, now, yeah, because I, I don't know when that... This car's shown as having on a f done 49 minutes. I know why possibly they did that. They may single stint a driver because they can do that now and get to the end yeah, of the race because yeah, yeah. we're under the two-hour mark. Yeah. So they, they can single stint a driver, just come in for tyres and fuel. As the Gianetta in, Gianetta in the pits at the moment. GT4 still led by that Toyota. That's a sterling effort, actually, with that car. Indeed, it the is local effort. the local effort. Um, uh, their competition, unfortunately, caught out by the rain squall on, uh, uh, into uh, the uh, wall. And uh, they're on lap 505, that was, that caused the code 60. Then we had rain that uh, didn't help uh, the situation, so we held on to the code 60. Um, then we went back green, and then all of a sudden the sun came out, it dried out, everybody went off the wets onto the dry tyres. And uh, here we are right now, we're on a dry track, the sun is out, and the racing is happening out there in spades. Joe Foster is now in the CP racing Mercedes-Benz. Joe, who uh, chief instructor at the panel school for 
many years and uh, was the man who coached great actor uh, Patrick Dempsey and uh, they went to Le Mans together of course and many other races too Patrick Long used to be part of that programme as well Ooh, the 21 car got very sideways just then obviously pushing very hard uh, the uh, doctor Mika Panu So we're showing two laps now between. We, we had the, the first and second quite close together, didn't we? It seemed to open out again now. Yep, indeed. I mean, it, it is a bit how it cycles through, but. Um, well, he's only, uh, he's only um, six seconds behind the Santa Lock Junior Racing Team. And yeah. that's a battle for second and third in the GD3 AM category. Yeah, yeah. So that one is on. So, uh, yeah, De Castro. And a second century car, both taking fuel. And then uh, Mark Wallenvine in the car collection car, the 96. And uh, it's an interesting chat, Mark uh, Wallenwein. He, he's better known as a rally driver, actually. Yeah. And he's uh, from Stuttgart. And he has been, he was in 2012, the German rally champion, mainly in Skodas. <laughs> and, uh, well, Skoda's got very good rally um, machines. And, um, yeah, following the footsteps of his, his dad. And, uh, yeah, so... Not many people. I mean, there are multi-discipline race and rally drivers, uh, and uh, I suppose the most famous of all would uh, would be Vic Elford, raced in Formula One and uh, won the Monte Carlo Rally, and uh, won Le Mans. And uh, Vic uh, died a couple of years ago. A great, uh, great storyteller. I love the fact that in his early days, uh, Vic. Uh, was uh, his early competition was in Seven Oaks and District Motor Club, and right through his Formula One and Le Mans careers, he wore the club uh, badge on the front of his crash helmet. Keeping an eye on the gap, and that gap down to 3.7 seconds between um, Mika Panna and uh, Wilfred Marafina. Um, the other battle going on is between the 961 and 930 in the AM category. Fuck Auto Tech and HRT performance. Just a second separating them on the road. 24 and 25th on the road. 7th and 8th in the AM. I think Dye's moved on to the pit lane now, hasn't she? Yeah, she's Sterling, down. Sterling efforts from uh, Snowy. Yeah, he's had a... He did. Yeah. Hello, welcome back. The sun's out. We've, got, we've gone from we've gone from the silver fox to the blonde bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Um, I had my jacket on and I had to rush back and change it because yeah, get a bit hot. it wasn't quite the same. But yeah, no, not got a camera for about thirty minutes. But um, I'll, I'm on audio if oh, anything okay, occurs. Right. Yes, so yeah. you know. Thank you very much, Diana Binks, yeah. down in the pit lane. But uh, yeah, there's uh, some little battles uh, creeping in here. Um, we've under the two-hour mark, so uh, all the GT3 cars will have to box again. Um, 
we probably expect the the 21 in very soon um, because uh, he is one nearly one and a half hours into his stint, and uh, so uh, one more driver change can do it. Um, but uh, it will be with one and 47 to go. It's going to be driver change fuel and then come back in and get fuel to get to the end of the race yeah, with one, I, 147 to go because yeah. they can get they, they won't have to fill the tank up with that last fill though uh, because it will they're they've only got to go half the distance of a normal stint. I think we're looking for a pass for uh, second place in uh, GT3 Am. Uh, coming up in the next lap or two because we've got uh, Jason Hart. He's you know, said good things about Jason going very quickly all through this race meeting. Jason Hart is uh, closing up now um, on the, the people in front of him. And also uh, Mika Panu, he's on the, on the tail of the, the Santalock Junior team car with the Marafinas. I reckon the Audi maybe if the Audi does one minute ten now... He's going to have to do two more pit stops to get to... The, we've got 1.46 yeah. to go. He's going to have to do a splash and dash right at the very end mm. in order to get there because 1.46 take 1.10 is 36 minutes yeah. uh, left on the clock. So they may have to... The driver will be fine on time, but they may have to do a splash and dash. Um, at the moment, with 15 minutes on there, um, the Proton competition is going to be really, really tight on um, drive time. We've got 1.46 to go, and they're 15.45 already. That's probably going to put him over the two-hour limit. Now, is that a mistake from the Proton Huber competition team? Because he's, uh, he, they may actually go over the uh, um, allowed drive time. Yeah. Uh, so many things for these team managers oh, and strategists and to think about. And they're so tired. They're yeah. so tired. They've been working since Wednesday. Um, Sean Galal just put his fastest first sector in a 39.799 in the Century Motorsport BMW. That's the one that's running in the AM class, the number 14 car. And uh, Patrick, uh, but we've got a, cars coming into the pits now. I'm um, just going out on the... On their outlaps, Darren Turner um, heading back out of the pitch. Jeff Beckel, uh, yeah, whack the gun in for the end of, uh, end of the race. Um, uh, DT is currently fifth in Pro Am. He's got a lot of work to do. Let's just put it nicely that way. Another uh, one of the Mercedes. This, here's this uh, Audi scrap going yes. on then. This, this is um, this is Wilfred Marafina defending from uh, Mika Panu. Not the same, but similar coloured Audi R8. Yep. High intensity light is on on the back of the car in front, just to distract the 26 driver, Wilfred Marafina. All the Marafinas driving today, all three of them. I don't think there's been just the three of them, haven't there? Yes, that, that, that is yeah. one of the few teams that only has three drivers. So, you know. That's eight hours of driving for each driver. That's a, a lot. And your rest break must be at least 50% of your last stint. So they've been having to manage that very carefully. Ibrahim Ab Ali Abdulghani heads into the pits from 
12th position in the 931 QMMF by HRT Porsche, currently leading the AMs by probably oh, four laps at the moment. So no pressure, no rush there in the AM category. Currently second in outright in 992 as well. Great weekend so far. Still got time to go, though. Yeah, well, I think we've, if it's a dad and two sons, and we need to check that. Yeah. Uh, I think the dad would be Wilfred, because he's 48 years old. We've seen him in this series before, yeah. uh, running successfully in a TCX class. Um, so the French driver. And uh, I will try and check out the check out the sons here. He's made, made the most recently raced one of those little French Lemira cars in the ah, yes. Lemira Cup. But yeah, we, we had uh, a Lemira down uh, in Abu Dhabi that came to grief yeah. at turn three. That was a very yeah, big accident. Big accident, wasn't that? Yeah. And he and he stepped out of the car. It yeah. was sitting on the floor. There was no the one wheel attached, but the suspension had gone away. Yeah. The, the radiator was in the middle of the tank. Most of the bodywork was over the Armco, oh. and he was 30 yeah. meters away in the middle of the track. There was a contact. Uh, he did do it all on his own. There was contact with another car that speared him into oh, that's the, the a wall. Genetic getting involved. Oh yeah, there we go. Oh, uh, they got either side of him. Look, you can do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dubai yeah. is a wide track. Yeah, but uh, Wilfred has raced an Audi R8 before in the French GT Championship. Did uh, a full season in 2010. And it makes you realise how how long this um, R8 uh, has been going in racing, doesn't it? I've forgotten it's ten years. Of that, uh, that uh, machine, and, uh, and, and it's still going. Yeah, and well, for this race, lots of stuff. Actually, he's raced a Corvette, he's raced a Celine, he's raced a, a Porsche Cup car, he's raced a Ferrari. And, uh, way back in 1997, he did a full season in the French Formula Renault. So he's got quite a career now. What we need to track down is is whether it's his brothers or what it is. So. They've had a very strong and clean run. Jamie Day having a good yeah. day out there at the moment in the field bay. Yeah, probably a change of driver. They've moved up into seventh outright in the 992 category. Been slowly working away. A few hours ago, they were down in ninth. And uh, he's done his stint. Well, Thomas Marafina could be his brother or he could be his son because... Uh, of his age, you can't quite tell. He might, if he had Thomas at 18, then he's the son. If not, it's his brother. And he's also uh, racing uh, in the uh, little Lamare uh, GT Custom. They've had a strong run at uh, Mirafina family. Of course, for all we know, there could be a cousin in there as well. So, Gio Magnus in uh, East Talent car. And uh, Borisov. And then Lewis Plato is into the pits as we see him actually now go to the fuel. 
Lewis jumped out of yeah. the car, yeah. so it'll be another driver. Uh, can he hang on to that third place, though, before he comes out of the pits? It's going to be quite tight, I think. I think there's a possibility he might. Well, there's the Vortex going back. Still running. The new Vortex, it says. 2.0, all carbon fibre. Looks fantastic. Yeah. Sounds great. The oh, Corvette yeah. engine in the back. That thumping big Corvette engine. Into the Century Motorsport. Ah, they're really putting up their faith in him, aren't they? It's it's you, Andrew. You're so good at PR. Well, no, it's Snowy, really, because <laughs> Snowy's the guy that that, that that knows him well. And I mean, it, it's just, it is frankly, it's absolutely sensational performance by, by a guy who hasn't effectively raced for ten years, yeah. who only raced in Formula Four, very nearly won the championship, as Snowy has told us. Yeah. And obviously, it's one of those guys with a huge amount of talent, and that's uh, one of the frustrations of motor racing, isn't it? It is, it is. But and um, Lewis Plato, I know, as uh, Lewis yeah. has known Jack for a long time, and yes. uh, very much rates him and always has, so it's so, great to see. So that, he's got uh, Lewis a lot to thank for, because, you know, people watch these races, they look at the times, they look at the performance, and it might not be this team, but somebody might be looking for, I guess he's a bronze even, if somebody's looking for a quick bronze, you're going to bolt him in the car tomorrow. And, and he's great to interview as well, so really it's a great package yeah, it's, there, he's isn't it? Yeah, personable, and uh, you know, it's got a nice little backstory with the with the TV and everything. Um, but be interesting, we're looking to see if the Century Motorsport car is, is going to come out. Still, the 22 still in third place. Um, just looking in GTX, obviously the... Um, uh, Toro Verde car up in 7th position, leading that quite comfortably. Um, uh, Daniel Drexel was in 2nd position before that incident down at turn 14, and since then they have retired the car. But yeah. because they've got the Vortex back out there again, it's just jumped into 2nd place. <laughs> OK? Yeah. And, uh, so in 35th position, they have got 2nd place back. They are on 461 laps. Um, unfortunately, the Toro Verde gin Janetta, uh, Chief is on 529 laps, and with one hour 37 to go, I doubt whether they can do that. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Not a possibility. Now, at the moment, we've got 32 cars on the track. We've got um, in the pits... Plate, oh, in the fueling plate, Yeah, so uh, we've got uh, one in the fuel area. And uh, there's 21 in the pits. I still reckon we've got around about maybe 40 cars running. It's uh, it's hard yeah, to I tell. Mean, you know, Dylan Pereira in the Attempto Audi is shown as in 28th because he's, you know, that's retired. I'm going to have to get... No, I'm not going to take my shoes off to count this. Ah, well, we had Snowy without his shoes on earlier. That's why I had to leave the commentary box. Yes. Well, I think the Century 22 car has come out still in third place. And Barlow at the wheel. So he's got one hour 36 minutes to go in the race. Can't go one hour 36, one of these, can you? Well, I don't know. Um, well, maybe we get Dye to just go down to Century 
and uh, check with Nathan Freak. Can, can, can they go to the flag? Is it going to be a splash and dash at the end? Yeah. That's um, really going to be the question. Of course, if it can, I think we're, we're looking at a, a podium for the team from... Uh, I think they're from near, near Daventry, aren't they? I think they're from a little village near Daventry, that team. Uh, in just, just a few miles of Silverstone. Oh, yes, the 992, the, his, um, his display is flapping around on the yeah. right-hand side. It's come off the windscreen. Yeah, well, you can see where it's stuck on the windscreen before, can't you? It's behind our class leader's uh, graphic. But yes, it, that would be distracting. Oh, massively distracting, because it's only hanging by the cord at the moment, which is yeah. actually powering it and giving well, it... Well, still giving it power. Yeah. Um, he's not... he's getting his name in his eye all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Barlow actually has dropped to fourth place. Um, but I think it's going to be... Yeah. Well, Luke Brookers will be coming in soon in that he's done an hour and 12 minutes on that, of that stint. Um, they will... He'll probably try and hang it out there a bit longer so they can sort of get around about an hour and 20 and uh, hour 25. Um, if they can get that, that done, though, with an hour and 34 to go in the race, they'll get to the race finish with one more stop. And they'll probably have to fix the, the Lumerank yeah. number on the car. Well, I think our excitement now is Jack Barlow closing back in on uh, on Sergei Nikolai. Yep. And when's he going to... How long is he... Oh, he's still stop. Yeah, well, uh, it's very... He, he will definitely have to stop for Phil. Yeah, most definitely, yeah, because 15, uh, minute, 15 minutes into a stint already, so yeah. they, they, they had that around about and, uh, yeah, hour, and, hour, and, hour and 50 minutes to go. And uh, having a youngster alongside him, Sean Galil, the top Indonesian driver, he's, he's upped his pace, he's down in the 201s. Maybe you heard what I said, that uh, yes. it was going a bit quicker than him. But, uh, yeah, he's really answered that. Uh, and uh, so uh, what a great performance, though, from the Northamptonshire team here, running currently in fourth and fifth, putting on a great display. OK, the works team from Belgium, WRT, finished first and third last year. Yep. But their resources, compared with Nathan Fritz's resources, is just massive. Well, for all its but, I mean, it shows what a good customer car this BMW is as well, of course. Indeed, and uh, for all its issues with its ABS system, the Bentley is in the top ten. Yeah. In the pits at the moment, that ABS system we saw uh, Rob Huff have a, a big moment into turn 14 where the, fu the fuse tripped on the ABS and he was hard on the ABS coming under, under brakes. As soon as the food, uh, it, there was no ABS and the brakes locked up and he flat spotted yeah. all four tyres and all of the drivers have been having to manage that situation. They've got it in an ABS position that doesn't trip but it's not to any of the drivers liking. So um, it's uh, been a... a a very, very uh, polished performance to manage that in a car that's um, not the newest Bentley and uh, has seen uh, some racing. Yeah. But getting that up into the top ten is a pretty good effort. Yeah, so this, this was a works car that then went to the KPAC team run by Flying Lizard. Yeah. Uh, 
in, in America. Did some sterling work there. Heading down into the fuel bay. Hour 32 to go. I don't think that's going to get an hour 32 of fuel. No. I, th I reckon that's a splash and dash at the end. I think the rain and the code 60 has thrown all of the GD3 um, timings asunder because they were throwing people in the cars, coming in and pitting, filling up. Leader in the pits with an hour and 31 to go. I reckon that the, the, the leaders in GT3 are going to be doing a splash and dash with about 15 to go. I don't think... Uh, I'm, I'm reading the same as you. Yeah, I don't yeah. think... They, they, they don't have enough in the tank. We're seeing the stint times not be um, anything like... One minute, 16, 37 laps I've got for car 54 as its longest stint. We've got a 1.31 to go. Um, so I think they're probably about 15 minutes shy of where they want to be. Um, in another 15 minutes, I think we'll see some of the other GT3 cars come into the pits to do their final stops. Between 15 and 20 minutes, we'll see them in to do their final stops. Um, and Mika Pano will have to come in a bit before that because his drive yeah. time, he's only got 14 minutes left on his drive, two-hour maximum. But um, if, he can, if he can hold it out there for just that 15 minutes, they will get to the end on their next stop in the Hassar T-car. Now, that's the car that's battling with the uh, Wilfred Marafina in the Santalot Junior team. They're 17 seconds to the better at the moment, and the Hassar T-car lapping around about two seconds a lap quicker at this time. Now, 30 minutes on the clock. Boy, they're going to get close on drive time as well, but I think they're going to have to pit uh, as well. The Santal... Uh, the uh, Hugh... Sorry, the... Um, both of those cars, Biko Panna and the Sandalop team, uh, hour and four minutes. We've got an hour and 30. So pit stops for both of those those cars, battling over second and third in the AM category, seventh and eighth. That battle has been going on for quite a few um, hours. Just going back to the Bentley, a shout-out for... Uh Brian Lagush, who was the director of motorsport for Bentley for a number of years, drove forward this program very much. And uh, the K-Pax team in America started racing the Bentleys in 2002. They had Ronnie McLaren, so they switched to Bentley for 2018 season. But uh, Brian, he's retired now, Brian. He's a terrific guy from South Africa, actually. Race leader has, uh, uh, on 561 laps, he has led from lap 226. So now over half race, uh, over half that, um, that time it's been in the lead. So uh, a massive effort from that, uh, the Iceland racing team. Yeah, I mean, they're so new. Oh, um, uh, yes. Not sure of the background. Oh, we know about the family, the father and son put the deal together, but the team are actually running. They obviously assembled some very good people from Austria around them. And uh, it's hard to do a 24-hour race when you haven't got all that experience. I, I, I must assume that some of, some of the people they've employed ha have a, a experience, lot of experience of a big endurance racing. Yeah. Um, 
So we've had 29 lead changes um, for the lead, but that happened all very a long time ago. Yes. Because our race leader uh, has had 335 laps of 561 in the yeah. Just amazing um, how much, well over half race distance in the lead. Um, we very rarely see that in uh, this type of racing. It's, um, you know, with that, that domination, it is, it is domination, doing a, a fantastic job, just uh, putting in a 207 on that last lap. Yeah. Um, they uh, have the stint now just on, obviously it was an outlap on the tyres. They're going to have to do a splash and dash because there's 127 to go, just under, uh, under half an hour. Those two Audis in seventh and eighth place and second and third in Am are GT3 Am are only a few seconds apart. Also, that battle's been raging for quite a few laps now. We had it on screen a little earlier. And uh, also noting that Jack Barlow is taking... He's down in the 201s. Oh, hello. And, uh, oh, yeah, he's down in the 201s and he's taken a couple of seconds a lap off the, uh, the Romanian, Sergei Nikolai. Darren Turner in the pits uh, for yeah. in the AMG. Mercedes running a fifth in Pro-Am, 18th outright. And uh, the NKPP racing by Baz Coden um, racing uh, in the fuel. Dante Rapage. At the, was at the wheel, maybe a driver change there as well. Now we have a change of position for seventh and eighth um, in the um, nine on two am. Yeah. Christian Traber has taken that um, Park Auto Tech car, Porsche and uh, passed Frank Laverne in the HRT performance Porsche. That battle had been raging for a long time as well. Nader Zahur currently leading TCR um, in the, in the uh, 138. Um, that uh, is having a fairly lonely race out there in the TCR category. And uh, the other TCR, unfortunately, for AC Motorsport, not running at the moment. So there's just one, one TCR in the field. But the head of the two TCX's car, uh, TCX car, um, which is the... Uh, now, um, Easterland just put Christopher Haas back in the car now. OK. And uh, there's one hour and 25 minutes to go. Yeah, there's going to be a splash and dash in there. I don't know if they can make it uh, to the end. But it's worth monitoring, is that? Indeed it is. Um, Sergei Boriskov is still in the uh, Proton Huber. A 9-11. couple of track, li track limits, but warnings only. Um, you've uh, done your th uh, third offence at turn 16 for the 54. That's our race leader. And the 9-6-2 also getting done for track limits at turn 6. Um, they've got three strikes. If it happens another three times, they will get a 10-second penalty, which will be added to their race time. And Michael Simpson back in the uh, Toro Verdi Janetta, and Michael running in a lap time. Put him middle of the, the, the Porsche 992 uh, nine, cars. Yep. I call it Porsche 911, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's incredible how that, that iconic shape that's been going for, you know, for, how long is it? 
50 years? 50 years, yeah. Um, just had that uh, how it, it's still sort of retained, isn't it? The DNA is there, still in these cars. I've yet to have anybody... Uh, I've had to, yet to have anybody, including John Hindorf, explain to me the difference between all the 911 models and types. Now, and some of the numbers seem to go, they seem to go I, forward I, and then back. I, you know? I, I, I really, I, I really I, don't understand it, and um, there is obviously a reason behind it, of yeah. course. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I, my business <laughs> does a lot here with Porsche Middle East. Yeah. And I tried to have Wilfred um, explain to me the difference. He said, I have a meeting in two hours. I don't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> there is a long article about it, actually, on Wikipedia. Yeah. So people not Wikipedia sometimes, but you know, it tends to be pretty accurate in most respects. So it's worth a little read if you really want to know. Although you could have an hour-long telephone conversation with John and explain it to you. No, I'm just getting more confused. <laughs> okay, because then he'd start to go off on tangents on the colours yeah. and everything else. Yeah, and, and, and tri- the trim, trim levels. Trim level and accessories, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd just get lost on that one. Yeah. Absolutely lost on it. As we click down 123.15 on the clock. Um, some uh, pit stops happening. Darren Turner in the pits at the moment. John Rapange in the uh, Fuck Auto Tech um, Porsche in 992. Currently third in that 13th overall. Um, 541 laps. Um, Julian Hans says in the QMMF by HRT in the uh, uh, in front of him by um, around about two laps. And there's another two laps uh, to our leaders. Um, Luke Breakers in the fuel station at the moment. 122, the 992 Cup car. He'll get to the end on that. There's the heart of racing. Wonder how they're getting on at Daytona. Well, I suppose you could switch channels. Well, you can indeed. After we finish this race here, well, that's a long way. Still, when we finish this race, we'll be a long way to go uh, <laughs> with Daytona. Yeah, exactly. Head over to the radio show network of channels. Uh, channels. Uh, um, uh, uh, RadioLeMans.com and go to RS2 IMSA and uh, you'll be able to um, catch all of the Daytona 24 um, action with our team over there, John Hindoff um, uh, and uh, Jeremy Shaw Shay's there, Shay, Adam Nick, uh, Joe Joe, um, they're all there this weekend and uh, the responsible adult there as well yeah, this well, is a big shunt at the start, I believe. Yes, it was indeed. I did while I was on my break. Uh, some somebody who was there messaged me and said, uh, "Have a look at this," and I went, "Oh, that's uh, the first hour." Seriously, looked like banger racing. Yeah, right. It really did. It just didn't have the quality that we come to expect with IMSA. It just—it's the first race. It's the, of the their season. It's Daytona. And you know, uh, former. Former WEC champion, uh, twice I think, uh, Mike Conway got booted to the Lexus in, in the GT category and got T-boned, I think, early on. Yeah, it's uh, it's not what you want to, to do. 564 laps now for our leader. He will go to the end. He may just have to have a quick splash and dash. Yeah, because well, of course, how long is that going to take? Three minutes? Yeah, well... Um, he's got to come down the pit lane. He's got to turn in. He's got to stop. It's, yeah. 40 kilometres an hour down the pit lane. Um, I think he is on 90% fuel flow for that uh, that car on his BOP. But he won't need to fill the tank. That's the key thing. Yeah. He'll only have to take enough fuel to get to the finish line, do one lap and park it at the number one board under the podium. Yes. So that's all he needs to do to get that happening. 
Now we're seeing the lead shown as one minute 15.4. Yeah, well, um, Sergei Borisov in the Proton Huber, Huber car uh, can't get to the end of the race. They're going to no. have to change drivers, whereas yes. um, the Christopher Haas will just drive straight through yeah. and probably won't need to take tyres. But that, that Proton Huber car's done an outstanding job, hasn't oh. it? Let's face it, you know. It's somebody it's, who, uh, well, for me especially, slipped under the radar. I saw yeah. the Huber name and I thought, is that one of Christoph's cars? Yeah. You know, because we've got Huber Motorsport here as well with Jason Hart behind the wheel at the moment down in ninth position. I thought if one, one of Christoph's cars, because we know that he runs um, uh, very successful teams in the Porsche Super Cup. Yeah. He did. Um, I first met him when he was um, working operations for Walter Lechner. Yeah. Uh, when they came here with all of the uh, the, like, the the Porsche Carrera Cup Middle East, so uh, it's um, it's great to see the human name being represented. Yeah. Sven Muller's anchored that uh, that effort, of course. Yeah. But uh, you know, Victor Shato, who's a, you know, a silver or a semi-pro, if you want to call it that, uh, you know, with with, with three Russians, yep. and, uh, terrific effort. I tell you what, these teams have done an amazing job. They, some of these teams lost half their driver lineup to Daytona. Yeah. And they were able to pull teams together and make it work. And it's so hard, so hard if you haven't driven with anybody else. Um, you know, you, you're a new driver in. Everybody's got the way they like their car set up. You've got to compromise your own driving driving style and, you know, seating position um, between four or five drivers. And so it may not be very comfortable for the hour and 20 minutes that you're in the car. But it's a 24-hour race. You suck it up. You know, we see the guy, All the uh, a lot of the teams with seat inserts. Um, we've had pedal clips, um, all of those sort of things that, uh, that happen um, when you have, you know, height differentials. Um, with driver reach differentials is another thing but yeah. a lot of these uh, these steering wheels on these cars are uh, quite adjustable as well to make it as uh, comfortable as they can so if we put sergey barasov on the screen um, running in a second position in the 83 car and uh, he is at the moment one minute 16 um, seconds behind the race leader with one minute uh, one hour and 18 minutes to go and the gap closes for third spot as Jack Barlow's chiseling away at Nikolai. And it's down to 17 seconds now. The, the Barlow car has only been out there for 19 minutes. Um, Nikolai's been there for 32 as Diana is, uh, is calling us up. Diana, I think you've probably got uh, the latest story for us down there. I haven't, I haven't. I've got Mike Simpson, who's just jumped out of the Toro Verde uh, car. And, um, Mike, I wanted to ask you, really, this last hour, you know, from a racing, a racing driver's perspective, you're a professional driver. What's, gonna, what's going through your mind on this last hour when you're behind the wheel? Oh, it's, it feels like it lasts an eternity. You, <laughs> you hear every clump of rubber hitting the car, every missed gear shift, and... It's very easy to write your own headlines. So, um, <laughs> yeah, everyone's tired. Um, yeah, the driving was actually superb for the full 24 hours. I think I've done this event six times. It's the best I've seen it. And um, we're in a great battle with a KTM, and it's such a shame that they have problems. But um, everyone's feeling it now. So it's let's get these cars to the end. 
I'm not sure where, where that rain came from, if it was one of these um, self-concocted rainstorms that Dubai has, but <laughs> just another twist to the tail, really. But... Well, I decided to sort of take a bit of a walkabout in the pit lane at that point. It was actually quite nice. Yeah. Not for you, though. Did you have a brolly or something? Yeah. No. I was in the camper and I could hear it on the roof. I'm like, what on earth's going on? But, um, yeah, now, um, hopefully it's a clean end for everybody. We've, we've got a lovely, a lovely cushion, so we're, we're stroking it home. What sort of things will you be looking for at this stage as a driver? Just don't run the curbs. Um, depends where people are on fuel. I mean, it's good to practice lift and coast when it's like this because it's it's not very natural to a driver to lift off the throttle at the 300 meter board and where you normally break at 120. But it's surprising when you play how quick you can go doing that. So it's um, it's a good skill and. Yeah, I was enjoying doing that for the last hour. It was good. Uh, Di, can you no, find you, out? You, you know this Ginetta uh, car very, very well. Um, how would you describe it as a, from a driver's point of view? Well, this is... I know it looks similar to, say, Collins cars down the road, but this is a new development car, and uh, Toro Verde, the team, have been great because we're not in a window of operation. You will come and put a different wing on or put a different splitter on because it's not homologated and we have the freedom to change stuff. So we're going to use the 24-hour series to develop this car. We want it to be a really quick car, just slower than GT3, but a car to have fun with, make a great noise and um, and sell around the world. But it's, it's a great car, very user-friendly, and um, hopefully we flog a few. Well, it's great to see you. Now, Andrew Murray yeah, in the just, commentary uh, booth. I was, want to um, know what, we want to know what that flag is, that orange flag on the front of the car. He wants to know what the orange flag is on the front of the car. Uh, Jeanette, we are orange, aren't we? So, yeah, we have to fly the, the orange flag. Um, uh, it's a shame it's not a Yorkshire Rose. I'm a... He's quite disappointed now, by the way. <laughs> Sorry? So it's He's quite Ginetta. disappointed yes. now, by the way. So it's oh, a Ginetta well, flag. We'll get one on for the next yeah. race. Yeah. Well, just let him know that it's a Ginetta flag, so in commentary, that's what they can refer to it. That's it. We'll, we'll keep that flag flying. Absolutely. Mike, thank you so much. Glad you're enjoying it. Um, great to see you here. And obviously to see you throughout the season. Yeah, no, thanks, Dan. Thanks to everybody as well. It's been a great event. Great hearing from Michael Simpson. He's touched on something that I want to discuss with you, driving standards at this race. We've seen, with 55, 54 cars starting, we've had some incidents um, in turn 14, um, incidents where driver neither driver was uh, at fault due to track conditions with the rain. But we've had a lot of single car incidents, but we haven't had a lot of cars, uh, you know, the, the, the people have been staying off each other. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and I'm giving the driving standards an A-plus here this weekend because what I've seen previously in this sort of race, everybody's banging off each other and uh, it just spoils the race, but everybody's respectful. Yeah, the, the, the biggest two-car accident was two accidents happened almost simultaneously in the same place. They finished up in a heap together, but they didn't hit each other exactly. until it was all over. Exactly. And, uh, you know, that's it. And, and when you get to that level, and Michael did say it, there seems to be a huge lot of respect out there. People are giving it. Now, yes, you're going to have the little brushes and tap and knock a mirror off yeah. here and there, but they're not going to throw you into the armco or, you know, throw you off the road. Um, uh, and it's normally the slower cars that they're at the wrong end of that as um, we had um, you know the, the, the Ginetta and the, the crossbow having their little tangle on the run down through turn 13 um, and uh, you know but uh, accidental hits yeah can we put some of that down to good race direction briefing yes true true 
Um, uh, Crevendi have always been brilliant at that. Um, I print out their race direction because they have the best way of describing car limits. They actually park a car on a curb, they take a photo of it and go, this is good, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Black, white, that's it, done, sorted. Um, there you go. Uh, Jason Hart in the Huber Motorsport Porsche coming in from ninth position to uh, do a service. Got a couple of cars yeah, in the pits there. Running with a, basically a mentoring one of his clients from uh, Dallas, Texas. And uh, that, uh, that battle for third, you know, is closing, closing. It's it down to indeed. 13 seconds now. But uh, uh, Nikolai's giving everything he's got, I think. But uh, Barlow in the BMW is just that little bit quicker. He is indeed um, a he's second got... quicker on that last lap. Yep. And uh, he's got a little bit of time up his sleeve. One hour, 11 to go. That, 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 those two uh, Audis, the, the Santelot Junior and the uh, Haas RT uh, car, they're still locked in battle. <laughs> they're only 30. They've been at that for, a, for oh, an hour or so, 31 seconds between them at the moment. So uh, there's intrigue and excitement still here. Well, those, those, both those cars now, um, we're looking at that, they will go to the end because they've both just boxed on their outlaps. And uh, with an hour and 11 to go... They will definitely do it. They will definitely do it now. Who's going to be the first to come in and do the splash and dash? Yeah. That's going to be the question. A 12-second gap, that may disappear. Jason Hart. And then, you know, this is this is motor racing, and all of a sudden he got a code six. Uh, all, all, all the strategy goes out the window once again. Well, you know, um, we don't tend to talk about code sixes because um, I don't want to inherit the Johnny and Bruce jinx. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a very interesting this morning. Um, our last code sixty um, before the one uh, uh, before the crash and the rain, right, which yeah. was at nine o'clock. Yeah. Um, we had eight hours of clean running. Absolutely. We had green yeah. flag running overnight. Um, the the one there was the four two nine, which was impacted the barrier at turn seven. But after that, we were green until it started raining. Literally, yeah. we were green until it started raining. <laughs> if it didn't start raining, we'd probably still be green. And if we hadn't had the barrier damage, I guess we would have had a record, wouldn't we? Uh, no, because no. Uh, I don't. Well, we had. Yeah, the barrier damage did do that. Oh. I expected it to be a very, very fast race due to the uh, propensity of GT3, um, you know, um, 23 GT3 cars and uh, 20 um, 992 cars in, in a field of 53. So there is a lot going on. Last pit stops now starting to happen in pit lane. Of course, in, in this race and other Cravantic races, we used to have a lot of quite a lot of TCR cars. Yeah. Do you think that you'll just drive those front-wheel drives, you're taking a different line, and the, the mixture of the two maybe saw a bit more contact? Or, Possibly. Or not, not being a driver, because I'm not sure if, if you, you... You've got a bit of, obviously, a different style with a, with a front-wheel drive. Well, uh, most definitely. I, getting out of my Clio into my Radical, it's a totally, totally yeah. different thing. You know, one way well, uh, one you got roof on, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, one, one weighs right. 940 kilos, the yeah. other one's 460 kilos. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, one's got 180 horsepower, one's got 220, and that's in the 460 kilo car. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you've got to change your drive. 
driving style because if you lose the back end in a front wheel drive car, the only way to save it is to plant your foot yeah. and drive the yeah. car out of the corner. If you lose the back end in a rear wheel drive car, um, you don't want to come all the way off the throttle, but you have to feather the throttle so that you're not um, helping the car rotate. You have to change your brain around to get into it. And I've got a n no end of admiration to the drivers who uh, run in TCR-like categories, front-wheel drive categories, and then jump into GT categories or rear-wheel drive um, that, and shift their brain into, you know, you have different braking areas, you have different acceleration areas, you have different turning areas yes. in the difference between the cars. And that's why I wonder if there was a few clashes because of that. Possibly. Jack, Jack Barler has got down... It's Nine seconds behind now. He's taking two seconds off a lap. The man from he lives in East Sussex. I'm not sure if he lives in Lewis, but uh, he is from East Sussex and uh, close to the south coast there. And uh, just continues to enhance his reputation all through as he continues yeah. in this race. I think it's absolutely wonderful that Nelson Freak has had that faith in him, seen how good he is, yeah. and he's and he's put him back in the car again. Um, great I trust. Yeah. Very much great trust on that one. 496 um, with Andre Solokustev in the 26th position, currently leading the GT4 with no real threat at this stage. They're coming in for their final pit stop. They'll get to the end with one hour yeah. and seven minutes to go. Nice little run. They'll be proud of that. Well, they got, they were leading right up until all the red flags happened. Uh, sorry, the uh, Code 60s happened in Yes. They were leading the class. And uh, they've had the great battle um, with um, the the 438. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. before that got caught out by the rain shower. Yeah. And there's no fault in that. And, uh, Craig, you know, I would rather them, you know, I think they would have both rather had a, had a, a race where it was decided on the track. But uh, this is 24-hour uh, racing, and uh, that's what happens on the track. Uh, just uh, need to monitor. So that battle is still going on at the, at the very front of the 992. Yeah. You know, it's been going on for 12 hours, hasn't it? The, the uh, Red Camel, yes. uh, Jordan's car, and the, the Kuwaiti car run by HRT. And uh, they got uh, Julian Hansis, who's, uh, you know, kind of a hot shoe in, in the uh, 931 car, along with the uh, Q80s. And uh, I can't quite see at the moment, because it's showing them a lap apart, but that might just be the way the, the timing hasn't cycled yeah, through go, yet. Yeah, before the okay, I think they are pretty close. Oh, well, look, we're on board with Red, Red Camel. God, our director picks these things up quickly, doesn't he? Brilliant stuff. Thank you to all our team here at the track and in no. Cologne. So there is Fabian Dan. So he's, he would be the man to ask, wouldn't he? Because he'd done yeah. a lot of racing in TCRs and, and a exactly. lot of success. Yeah. I, think he, I think he won the class here, actually. Probably did. Uh, um, uh, we're just looking at um, some personal best coming in after 536 laps. Um, Kevin Burlow has uh, Team Captain America racing by has <laughs> just done the fastest lap of the scene at 203.718. Brilliant stuff. 
Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, good guy came out. Nice interview with him yesterday. The Dutchman who uh, has got a brother who races, a father who races. But Kate's gone out to find fame and fortune in America, where he's been racing very successfully in Porsches and, uh, and uh, LMP3s, LMP3s as well. So, again, the gap is still closing between Nikolai and Barlow. Sean Galil doing a, a good job in the second of the century cars. In fact, his last lap was a little bit quicker than... Uh, Nicolau into the pits. Yeah, Nicolau into the pits, yes. There so, we go, one hour well, and four that, minutes to go. He'll go the distance after that then. Yeah, and I expect to... Uh, yeah, that's going to get very interesting because... Um, he'll be taking a pretty well full tank of fuel, though. Yeah, it? because it's an hour and four minutes. So yeah. uh, if it stays green, they're going to use that fuel between hour, hour and five, hour and ten for the GD3 cars. Just yeah. depend on what what flavour licorice it is. So... Patrick Hussman also in fueling the 907 RPM Racing Porsche. Um, running second in the AM category, 15th overall. Leader so, uh, of the uh, AM yeah. is QMF by uh, 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 the the Abbey Motors is in. Yes. Yes. Um, so that put obviously the century car back up into third place. But then, see, unless they make a very slow start. They, David. Uh, unless the... the, the uh, the heavy motors gets caught in the pits a bit. Yes. Uh, it'll go back into the lead. I'll go back into the, the third place. Uh, that's what yeah, I'm trying the, to say. The, the, yeah. pit, the pit lane is literally empty at the moment. All yeah, the cars so, that have P alongside yeah, their name are parked inside the garages. So uh, it's all cycling through. But when they come out, it'll be interesting to see what the gap is. Yeah. When Barlow will, will actually go in, he's, he's got 34 minutes he's, he's done so far. Just wondering, Mike, not have to put so much fuel in, of course, which would, would help in that run to the podium. a nice comment from Michael Simpson saying he was sorry that uh, their great KTM rival had, had problems and he couldn't continue their battle. Yeah, uh, well, that, nice. that's the mark of a racing driver. They want yeah. a, you're a racing driver not to drive around on your own. Yeah. Okay, racing's I'm, all about having some fun with your friends and it, fighting over a bit of track. Yeah, as he, as he told uh, Diana, you know, they're, they're cruising now, aren't they? They don't, they don't yeah. need to push no, they don't. anymore. I mean, he's still doing 208s, which is a good pretty, you know, decent 992 time. But, I mean, they'll be pleased. What's most impressive about this, actually, is the engine, that they've developed this engine themselves, Gillette, not something they've done in the past. And I know they've had um, a problem with the, the engine earlier, and that it's held together and runs strongly. 
Yeah. And made, made a great noise as well. Well, <laughs> that's what he said, and I'd have to agree with him. When we first heard it at um, Kuwait Motortown, we were up in the grandstand, not looking at the circuit. And I started up Robert out of pit lane, and John turned around and went, what the, what is that? And yeah. uh, we couldn't work out what it was in there. And we're thinking, is that a V6, whatever? And we hadn't talked to them, obviously. Um, so we heard it out there running, and then... Uh, Nick and Joe Bradley and, and everybody went, OK, let's go and have a look at this thing because yeah. that's, that sounds pretty damn nice yeah. for us petrol heads. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've um, got the full story of the, 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 the base of it is a Ford block, but any, everything above the block or attached yeah. underneath it is purely it's made by Janetta. Yeah. And uh, so they're doing an absolute job. Um, because they've obviously got their LMP program that they're working towards a, a, as well. Um, so uh, lots going on in Janetta at the moment. I, I wonder if they still make I mean, sort of lesser Janettas, G50s. You can't drive on the road, can't yeah, you? Exactly. Um, well, I don't know how many cars actually make as road cars fully trimmed. Not very many, I think. One hour to go here at the uh, 19th running of the 20, uh, 24 Hours of Dubai. Uh, m- round three of the Middle East Trophy powered by Hankook. Uh, welcome to wherever you are. This is going to be... Uh, we've got some races happening out there that are far from done. Most of the pit stops have been completed. It's going to be a run to the flag coming your way at 1 o'clock. Um, if you can't join us, uh, hashtag 24-hour series, hashtag this is endurance. Um, we are live on 24hseries.com, live vision, live time, and get all the information on that. We're also on the radio show um, network, a limit, uh, uh, radio show network um, of channels. RS1 at the moment, Dubai 24. And when we finish here after the podium ceremony, switch over to RS2, RS2 IMSA and follow the Daytona 24 Absolutely. as well. Uh, so you can get your full feast of 24 hour action on two continents. On our screen, we were tracking with the leader. We've gone back now to the. Uh, I don't know because he just there, just saw the flash of our leader who has just passed the uh, 27. And uh, there's the shot with Christopher Lhasa. Well, we had a multiple 24-hour winner. We have a lovely dry track. Unfortunately, yeah. at nine o'clock this morning, we didn't have no, one. No, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> we did, and then we did. Uh, three minutes later, we didn't. Exactly, and uh, that caused the, the the code 60. So at the moment, on the statics, uh, in the so far with uh, just um, under an hour to go. So uh, 23 and a bit hours we've had three hours 33 minutes um, and 15 seconds under code 60 and that's from the 10 code 60s that we've had um, so the first one was the 921 with the electrical issues, the Porsche that stopped on the back straight. Then we had the 927 into the barrier at turn number nine, and that was an hour and 11 minutes. Um, that one as we had to replace the barrier. Then we had the Janetta 277 stopped at turn uh, 11. Uh, then a 226 stopped at turn two to be recovered back to uh, the, the, the pits. Um, that happened around about 6 o'clock last night. 8 o'clock last night, the 921 stopped on turn number 7. Got to be recovered back to the pits. Then uh, oil on track at turn 1, around about, And that was, uh, we had 
um, the 76. Uh, well, we had one of the cars go into the barrier. And then 278 topped at um, turn 11. And uh, early this morning, the 429 into the barriers at um, turn 7. And the latest one was due to the rain, the 908 and the 438 getting caught out by a wet track, leading from turn f five to six, both impacting the wall, both drivers okay. That is the main thing. Uh, cars, not so. Uh, but it's all um, uh, starting to build up to the crescendo. That is always the way at uh, the uh, end of the 24-hour race. And it's round three of our Middle East trophy. That trophy started in uh, Kuwait in December with the 12-hour and Motortown Kuwait. Then we moved last weekend down the Yas Marina circuit for the six hours of Abu Dhabi and here at Dubai Autodrome for the uh, 24 hours of Dubai. Having a look at how the leader standing stock, uh, up um, in the GD3 category. Now, the rules are that you must compete in all three races um, to in, in be uh, eligible uh, for Middle East Trophy. Manamari uh, Energy by Ebi Motors leading the way on 68 points in the GD3. CP Racing in 85 in 60. Um, they're probably not going to increase that, but Manamuri may well do. They're running fourth outright on the road uh, but in GT3. Uh, but um, CP Racing, after a gearbox change um, earlier on, really put them down the list, running down there in a 27th position. And uh, Century Motorsport, the 22 car, um, that's running in the Pro-Am uh, category. Jack Barlow at the wheel of that. Um, they Looks like they're going to get the win in that because there's no competition in Pro-Am. And then CP Racing will probably get uh, the, the Am trophy for GT3 as uh, they're the only car in the, the class that has completed all three of the races. When we move to 992, we have um, three cars. Red Camel Jordans, uh, .nl, leading the way on 80 points. And, and uh, they may well get that done. Um, then it's Rabdan by Fulgenzi, the 971, and K Kramer Racing, the 936, I think, which has been retired. But um, it's looking good for Red Camel Jordans for the 992. QMR, um, uh, QMMF by HRT. Now, I don't know if they ran in Qatar, but I don't think so. So none of the AM cars have done it. GTX, well, the Vortex was leading, but they're back out there. And I know why they're back out there. They want to finish the race. Uh, Resume more than ra racing is no longer in the race after the contact at turn 14, retiring that the KTM crossbow. They're on 64 points. They won't get any points today. The Vortex will, and uh, that should take the GTX title. In GT4, Century Motorsport versus AGMC Racing. Um, that is going to go down to the Y because none of those cars are going to finish the race. <laughs> so, um, and uh, so they may not get classified. Unfortunately, the Continental Racing by TTR didn't compete in Kuwait, so they've only got one race on their belt. Team Simpson Motorsport in TCR leading the way, the only car that can get that one, um, 76 point. And then CWS Engineering, the 278 could be up for the first place in the TCX trophy.
That's your rundown with 53 minutes and 20 seconds to go. Meanwhile, the rundown at the front of this very race is Christopher Harson leading in the Audi that we've seen at the front for so long, the Easterland car, and lapping at 2.02, and uh, a handy couple of laps lead over the uh, Sven Muller Proton Huber Porsche. And then at the moment, and this is where the real intrigue is, Jack Barlow is in third in Century Motorsport, uh, and he has just gone past Sergei Nikolai, who went into the pits. But Barlow, Sergei Nikolai, uh, champion last year in uh, 992 in uh, the European section of, of our championship, uh, he does not have to stop. And Jack Barlow does have to stop, but I'm thinking he might be taking less than half a tank because yeah, he's got, he's been out, this stint has been 44 minutes, and so he'll probably go for another 30, so that will mean he'll have 20, only need to take 20 minutes of fuel. But it will be close. Okay, what we need to talk about now and think about, and this is to our pit reporters as well Spirit of the Race. Spirit of the race. Spirit of the race. Somebody who, who uh, a team today that has epitomised um, Creventic endurance racing. Uh, for me, Team Parker Racing with the Bentley. Team Parker Racing with the Bentley. There we go. And they um, are currently in the top ten doing very nicely indeed. Yeah, well, they had all those ABS problems earlier. Oh, they yeah, would have been massive. in the top five, I think, but, but for that, just notice that the second century car has, has stopped. Obviously, they had their GT4 car, which yep. is out of it all, but they put Michael Johnson in the car. It's a regular driver um, for the century team, but he's their AM. He's the last, he's the current British GT GT4 Pro-Am champ. Yep. And uh, so it's a pretty good answer. He hasn't done that many laps um, because we've had so much. Uh, I don't know, Sean Gadeel's been in the, in the car a lot. And Darren Leung. So, anyway, he is running in fifth place. But the intrigue really is, is this final podium step, isn't it? It is. Indeed. I don't see Sven Muller being able to get at Christian Haster to. Uh, German drivers, hugely experienced, a lot of success behind them. Super Cup champions against Nürburgring, 24-hour winners. That's that's what it is, essentially. Uh, Audi versus Porsche. And uh, I think Bentley wins the award, of course, for the first non-German car as well. Oh, true, true. Yes. And uh, the second, non, uh, second non-German car is... The Ginetta, leading <laughs> GTX. And remember, we had Ferraris, uh, we had Lamborghinis. We did. Well, it never started, of course, sadly. Yeah. And, uh, and we've got the Austrian KTM. And, uh, yes. We've got a French machine. The Vortex. And strangely, no, and, and a Toyota. Yes, we have got a Toyota as well, currently leading... Um, the GT4 category. Yeah, I've done a good job and climbed up to 27th overall. Yeah, indeed. However, we probably have um, around about, I think... Barlow's in. Barlow's, Barlow's in. Yeah. There we go. 
How long? I got to see how long this. And it's where he comes out, of course, against uh, Sir Guy Nicolau. He's been in the pits 50 seconds. Obviously, he's had the run down the pit lane as well. So he's taking enough fuel for 50. Taking over half a tank, isn't he? But not a full tank. I think he's going to come out just behind the heavy motors car backed by the Dubai uh, energy drink. Uh, Nikolai been doing some very quick times this last few laps. Jack Barlow doesn't have to take a fuel, full fuel load. He's only got no, 48 minutes so, so to run. I'd say he's just taking just over half a tank, I would think. Yes. He's been sitting there he, he doesn't. Hour. He doesn't want to get caught out. He's the only one in the fuel bay at the moment. I think everybody else has completed their, their stops. So, two, two minutes he's been there now. That... Uh, Fuel still being pumped in. They've done 31 pit stops. And their rivals have done only 26. And I think he's coming out, isn't he, now? Yep. Uh, Jack Barlow. Being the sensation of the race, really. My sort of... Short Man of the meeting. 2.21 was the length of that pit stop. And there he is. And uh, where is the Porsche, the multicoloured... Well, both multicoloured cars, but in different ways. This is the more stripy compared with the splashy, if you're with me. Where is... The 95. The finest Munich can provide in the BMW. There's the Porsche. Keeping eye on the gaps between the AM cars. They're all a bit of mixed up after that, that, that fuel stop. I think Jack Barlow and Sergio Nicolau are okay. 2.42 between them. Michael Johnson's just come across the line. He's a lap down, but leading AM. And uh, then there's a lap between the, the AM cars, 16 seconds between two and three, the Haas RT and the Santalock Junior Racing Team. So that's uh, still an unanswered question there. And just having a look at the time, 2.037, 2.027, one second, 16 lap. That's 32 minutes, and we've got 45 minutes to go. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be... That's gonna be Tricky. Um, traffic's going to play a part. I don't think we're going to get any more rain. The sun 
shining down brilliantly over Dubai Autodrome at the moment. And, uh, yeah, I'm right, aren't I? The Bala has come out in front of the Nikolai car. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, but, by, so that's cr that's key, absolutely crucial. That 30 seconds in front, by yeah, the, by yeah. the way. And so that all happened quite well because he only he had a very short stop. That's yeah. a, that that was the key. Yeah, yeah. It, it was um, very very quick. 3:05 in the pits. Oh, sorry, Jack was two uh, two twenty one in the pits. Yeah. So I did that. Darren Turner is down in the fuel bay, running fifth in. Um, GD3 Pro-Am in the Mercedes. Not the uh, weekend um, he would have wanted, but a uh, few issues with issues with that car. Not often you see him driving in a non-Aston Martin. Does he, he had to get permission because he's a full-factor driver there. It has yep. been for oh, well over 10 years. Yep. And gets to drive all sorts. And he's involved in the, the development of the Valkyrie. And But we've even had him racing pre-war. Aston oh. Martins as part of his contract, uh, certainly last year at the Donington uh, Historic Festival. Rob Huff is in for a splash and dash is in he? the Team Parker yeah. Racing Bentley, currently in ninth position. And just going back to 992, the Red Camel Jordans have got a nice buffer over the uh, charging Kuwaiti car. It's 48 seconds behind. That, of course, does lead the 992 AM section. Yep. They'll be very happy to win the AM section. Yeah. Uh, the second AM is uh, down around about um, eight or nine laps. At the CRP, uh, Tracy Crone at the wheel of the RPM Racing portion, and, and uh, they have uh, two laps um, over um, Salim al Kadabi in the Rabdan by Fulgenzi racing car. Yeah. Um, if they can just hold it all together, we'll have the uh, in the AM oh, category. We'll have the Kuwaitis and the uh, and the Amratis on the podium. Podium. Uh, yes, the uh, Kuwaiti car might might have to splash and dash. I think. Yeah, and I don't think the uh, the Jordans will. Or the Red Camel Jordans. Indeed. So we've had it all. We've had a Shamal. We've yeah. had strong winds. We've had um, fireworks. We've had a night, ra night race. We had, we had a favourite. One of the favourites not start. We yes. had one of the favourites cream it into the barriers after hitting some oil in uh, Herbert Motorsport. Uh, we've had. A, Failure, surprise failure of most of the Mercedes Benz. Yes, that's the big one uh, for me. Yeah. And we've had a very strong performance from the Northamptonshire Century Motorsport team. Not quite repeating WRT from a year ago, but for a private team, a great effort. A lot of hard work going in, especially to run two cars. Yeah. Well, three cars, because they're running a, a GT4 as well, well weren't yeah. they? which is at the back of the garage now, looking a bit sorry for a itself. Bit secondhand. Yeah. Oh, I just saw a penalty came up. Ten yeah. second time penalty for the 961. So that's uh, Mark Davis in the fact auto tech care. Oh, that will change them. Um, they will go, oh. uh, they will drop a position yeah. 24th to 25th. As Frank Levine in the HRT performance will take that away. Now, this won't be served here. It will be added on to the time at the end of the race. Um, is there no need to turn, 
served penalties in the last two hours. Yeah. I think the Mark and the boys just be very, very happy to have finished yes. this their first 24-hour race here. Well, Kate Marks had a, a lot of success, uh, as has uh, Ishimura at uh, the Le Mans 24-hour yeah. classic, but it's not a 24-hour race. It's a series of races that continue through 24 hours. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> they, 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 I couldn't they, have put it better, actually. They, 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 do four, they do four races in each of the six or seven groups and uh, but Mark I say Mark winning races at, at the Daytona um, Daytona 24 hour classic in an open top loader T17 Spider that's quite a machine but, uh, he tends to sell these cars on of course through, through his company <laughs> and uh, can always see what he's got the magazines like Motorsport in the UK they, they have ads from RMD and that is Mark Davis. Bel Belgian company. So. I'm just checking. Uh, yeah, just Nikolai is 38 seconds behind Barlow. So. so the Barlow has 38 seconds in hand. But Jack put in another stonking lap last time at 2.01. And uh, I think uh, Sergei possibly knows. Uh, Game's up because he's lapping in 205s now, as are most of the people around him. Yeah. But this is motor racing. It is indeed, and anything can happen. And, uh, like, anything can happen and probably will, well, is the old expression, isn't it? It is indeed. Uh, famous Jack Brabham crashing on the last corner oh. of the Monaco Grand Prix. 31 running off the road. And. Uh, Another famous you know, Nigel Mansell at the uh, at the Canadian Grand Prix that year when I think he, he knocked a, a kill switch, didn't he? Just on the run down into the, yes. the last corner. There's one car in the pits at the moment. 937. 937. MSMP Racing, Alexander Smoller. Um, looks like a scheduled stop. Maybe just a, a yeah. bit of a splash and dash. Redant Racing, Jeff McCall's straight to the fuel bait. Couldn't get to the end. Yeah. And so heading down to do his splash and dash. Bottle Amarouche did a little splash and dash as well on his out lap. 585 laps completed to the leader. Do you think we'll get to the 622? Uh, 692, sorry. Is uh, it 921? H&R, one of the big supporters trade supporters of German motor racing that car is running down in 38th position they had a huge amount of issues with um, the uh, various things going wrong and uh, that was the one that had the electrical issues that was the one that needed to get getting towed back and it was out on the circuit and then it was in and then it was out and then it yeah. was in the, the fuel tanks for all these cars built by a company called ATL and Milton Keynes in, in the factory where I keep all my tapes from my many oh, films over the years I, I, but they, they've got a production line for these but 
literally about, about uh, 20 feet away from all my tapes are all the crates that they load the tanks up in and then go back to go back to Germany and see the truck coming regularly but they make all the tanks for all the Formula 1 cars and pretty well all the cars at Lamar and the WEC and a lot of the cars here but uh, even a, a top road going um, Porsche decent Porsche will, will have a, a, a tank that has been made at ATL it's not a metal tank it will have a have a composite tank. Exactly. Well, I had an ATL um, tank in my Radical and my... Yeah, player. I mean, there are, there are a couple of other companies doing it, but ATL run by Giles Dawson, uh, who runs very successfully in the Gentleman's uh, Series of, of Masters. Uh, he runs a Lotus LN in that, which I, I hang pitboard out sometimes. And uh, Henry try and call the strategy. So, Christopher Haas are keeping up uh, the lead there in the 54 blue and white car from Austria. 36-year-old uh, Bavarian, former FIA GT3 champion, won this race here in 2019, won the Nürburgring 24 hours in... Uh, 2012, 2014, and all round good guy. He's given us some super interviews here this weekend, and, uh, and, and background information as well for this uh, this team from Austria, which is just a year old. And another new team, of course, Haas RT. Uh, they've got their their second car up to seventh place running second in uh, GT3 AMS. They won't be too disappointed. And, uh... Well, the uh, Fark Autotech car, then, Mark Davis at the wheel, running seventh yeah. in AM, just 8.2 seconds ahead, but he's actually extending that gap away. He's in the, yeah. he's in the 2.11s, 2.13 yeah. for HRT, Frank Laverne. He said, he said to me uh, yesterday... Um, it's quite, quite difficult driving this uh, Porsche, very different. I said, well, you drive a Lola T70, mate, you can drive anything. <laughs> Most definitely. He's got his race 70G and T70 GTs as well. And uh, uh, all sorts of various historic cars over the years. He's a huge enthusiast too. All sorts of magical mystery machines. Yeah. It's under 35 minutes to go here in uh, round three of the Middle East Trophy, powered by Hancock. Yeah, you're on top of all the uh, championship per score, aren't you? For all no, this, I think you are. No, because they'll have to add that up. I'll leave that to um, to. Uh, will, will, will the computer do it or? Uh... No, I'll leave that to <laughs> the fabulous team at Creventic to yeah. work that one out. Um, my brain doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, well, it, it's working fine. But it's tired. But it uh, it will be uh, rebooted as soon as you get home. Yeah, uh, a few more cars uh, just coming in for their final yeah. checks with uh, just over thirty minutes to go. Uh, included, included our leader. Yeah, exactly. So uh, they would just... I think they're just playing safe. They've got um, a two-lap yeah. lead. They just want to... OK, do I need to top up? Do I want to take a fresh set of boots? Because we have a set of boots available that I can take to do this last half an hour. Uh, so they're going to down to fuel yeah. and, and throw some fuel in the Estland racing team Audi. 
Well, uh, you know, we, we preface everything. We're saying this is what we think is going to happen, but in motor racing, anything can happen. But this would be Audi's fourth victory in this race. Yep. And they've got the largest hospitality suite here, so I think there'll be a bit of celebrating in there. Always have had. Um, yep. And they've got the support vehicle over there. Um, so for a campaign, and the R8 is not supported officially anymore. Yeah. It's <laughs> still a jolly good program, isn't it? Oh, yes. Oh, it's a terrific car, the concept. And I think I said this to you yesterday. You know, you, you, you can buy an Audi R8, and there's different configurations and open ones that are thinking about road cars. Yep. And you can take it to your Audi dealer, and he's going to charge you the same price for servicing it as he's going to charge for servi servicing your, your, your Audi Q. What's it? You know? Yes, exactly. Um, if, if I had a little bit more money... Um, As we all uh, wish. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've run out as well. I've, I've had three different R5s. Oh, right. Um, A5s, I mean. And I enjoyed all of them. All Quattros. Three different engines. <laughs> two two litre petrol. Two litre diesel. And three litre diesel, which was chipped. That was a, that was a flying machine. Uh, but love Audis. Um... I actually drove once, predecessor to Audi, the NSU oh. with the rotary engine in. I thought the predecessor was well, auto the, union. Well, it, yeah, but it, the NSU, the, yeah, yeah. it was all auto oh, union, it, was Audi and, and, it, it and uh, Horst. Yes. Um, yeah, but, but the shape, you see the shape of that, that uh, NSU yes. row 80, I think it was called. Um, there's still some running around. It was a terrific car. But have you, have you ever driven a, a car with a rotary engine in? Uh, yes, and You RX. don't go to retardation, you no, know. RX7. RX7, you know, right, yeah. 13B peripheral port. Yeah. And uh, the the, uh, the Mazda rotaries at Le Mans were like the noisiest. I mean, oh, pretty close match against the Matra V12. Yeah. But Wow, the seven two seven. Yeah, the four rotor, the four rotor, four rotor seven two seven. Yeah, but uh, the, but these R eights make a nice noise. Yes, so that that that's the ten. That seven that seven two seven. Um, it was at Laguna Seca when they had uh, the Mazda weekend, and they had three of those yeah. going around the circuit. And their silver seven two seven had the most wicked sound, and yeah. they were barking flames out coming over yeah. the top into the corkscrew. Just brilliant stuff. Three wide into turn fourteen. Hey guys, we've got thirty minutes to go. Stop that. Yeah, Barlow's <laughs> just done a slow lap actually. To, well, relatively two oh six rather than two oh twos he's been doing, and so Nikolai's closed up a couple of seconds on him so maybe that was traffic I well, think it was is certainly, yeah. certainly traffic we've got some packs floating around um, in that uh, that you get caught up behind yeah. well, and, and at this late place what you want to do is just lift the right foot and yeah. go okay I'm going to let you guys sort of and I can get you on the straight that's not a problem and I think that's what he's doing at the moment he's just uh, Chris was just making sure that um, if you if he comes up on people like he did just then. He just he'll just stay behind yeah. them because yeah. he, he's got nothing. He's got four minutes thirty seven seconds over Sven Miller in the Proton Huber competition Porsche, and uh, yeah. he's got uh, thirty minutes to go. Down in the twenty seven, the only still running hard of racing. A bit of a shout out for Gray Newell, who's uh, 
races in uh, America in the, in the RRTL series, GT series there, and uh, a lot of success in uh, GT4, but uh, Gray Neal's father, who owns this harder racing operation and funds it, run, of course, by Ian James, and he's just doing, doing some pretty smart laps, actually. He's in the 206s yep. at the moment, it's Gray. Uh, Tracy Crown is uh, circulating in uh, fifth place amongst uh, the line 11. Tracy's going to take it to the finish as the, the man who pays all the bills. And uh, how are we doing with the uh, Fabian Dans? I think he's going to take the, uh, the largely Dutch, the uh, father and two sons, uh, Boyka's car. It's looking looking good there, but uh, the, the, the Kuwaitis. Uh, I wonder if they're coached by Julian uh, Hansitz. Maybe um, they're going to win Amp second in Amp. It's going to be Crone actually, and it's going to be very pleased with that. Janetta still got uh, Freddie Tomlinson's got back in the Janetta to, to finish it. The, the tall, well, Lawrence is tall. Uh, Freddie, still a teenager, done an excellent job, kept his nose very clean, and great result for, for Janetta. So it's been. Uh, in my lifetime, it's uh, been through three ownerships, but uh, Thompson uh, steadied the ship there, plowed a lot of money into the car, taking the manufacturing up to Leeds. Well, there's a lot of racing. The United Autosport team just down the road from uh, Genetis, across the road actually. And, uh, just trying to check out whether. Barlow has got 41 seconds on Nikolai. And just seeing if that was just one of slow lap because of the traffic. Michael Johnston in that second BMW now, he'll take it to the flag. And in the sixth place, the car collection Porsche, Fuad uh, Sawaya is back in, in that car. Fuad uh, from uh, the Lebanon. Fuad's uh, a financier, used to work for JP Morgan, in fact. And uh, now has a company called Sawire Partners. And uh, advises a lot of companies on how to best run them. And he went to the Columbia Business School at Fuad Sawire. Taking that car to uh, the sixth place finish by the look of it. 
25 minutes uh, to go here in Dubai. Keeping an eye on a few gaps out there. That gap between the Farc Auto Tech and Mark Davis at the wheel, the 24. 5.7 seconds and now he uh, Frank Levan is starting to I think Jack Barlow I think it's not another 206 I think they've got the gap yeah they've got the 40 seconds um, Nikolai's lapping in 205s, so he's closing up a little bit, but I, I think uh, now they're just uh, just in, in cruise mode. I don't want to stress the car too much in this last minute, but... Uh Be nice just to see. There is the BMW. He crosses the line again. Good-looking car, that, and remember they ran. But the previous model was a big M8. Yes, you're well, the massive, the monster. Monsters. Yeah, absolute monster of a car. Straight to have a race like this, and no Ferraris. Well, two Ferraris going out. That's a, obviously the, the local car had high hopes for that. Yeah, uh, and it, led by the Gothers and uh, run from just literally across the road here. You can see looking down straight at the yeah, workshops. We uh, spoke with um, with Stuart last night, and uh, he was most gracious to give up his time. He was absolutely gutted when uh, yeah. Peter uh, talked to him on the um, after they retired the car. And early on, of course, with the, with the other Ferrari, um, we had the, the racing one Ferrari. Yeah. The, Unbelievable situation. Couldn't get the door open. Yes, and we, we never, we, they had to use a crowbar in the end. And they tried the spanners and they tried, tried to try and screwdrivers first. And we never did quite get to the bottom of that. Whether it was from a kiss with another car that had done something to the lock. There was, a, there was quite a bit of touchy-feely going yeah, on in that first couple of hours. Well, I see mangled doors be opened. Yes. You know, um... But, uh, yeah, they got off and, and uh, put a, uh, a plain carbon door on there. Yeah. And, uh, luckily, the number was actually behind the door on the rear quarter panel, yeah. so they didn't have to change anything there. And uh, <laughs> continued on. Um, I had a, we saw it have a, a little tete-a-tete -tete with a, uh, an Audi, I think, in down, down in turn one. And uh, then the trouble started. Yes. Um, and uh, they just couldn't, couldn't uh, make it to the end. Christopher, Christopher Haas is still pushing on, you know, increasing his lead. Um, and just done a 201. 2016. Uh, so Muller's doing 203s. Yep. And Jack Butler's done, done 208 now, but then Nikolai's doing 207, so it doesn't matter. Gap-wise, 2.6 seconds um, now separates Fuck Auto Tech from HRT for 7th and 8th in the 992M. That could change. Frank Laverne, a second a lap quicker than Mark Davis, 24th and 25th, respectively. I just, I just wonder if Dyke could just pop down and see Nathan. 
Breton to put our mind at rest that there isn't a problem because the car coming second to last. Yeah, she's going to oh. have to do that a little oh, bit yeah. later. All right, we'll do that later, yeah, sure. Okay. And... Yeah, see that lap, uh, Nikolai taken three seconds out of Barlow. Um, for ten laps to go, I suppose. So, ten laps, another 20 seconds. He's, he's okay, so he's like this. Don't want to be a scaremonger, but uh, you do always worry. down in the pit lane with something very, very special. Well, that's if you can hear me. Yes, you can hear me. Okay, <laughs> okay as you know, we do the Spirit of Race Award at every race event, and uh, the decision has been made, and the winning recipient is, if I move this way, if Seb doesn't mind coming with me. Um, Stuart Parker, we do the Spirit of Race Award at every event for the team that's been outstanding throughout the whole weekend, and we've the viewers and the commentators and everyone else that votes have voted for you guys with the because of the hard work that you've had, the challenges that you had at the beginning of the race, you're still battling and getting very close. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we, the challenges started for us just before qualifying. Um, we, lost, we lost the ABS system, basically, and we thought we'd fixed it. Started the race, and then literally 20 minutes into the race, all the problems came back. And um, about the first four hours of the race, it was, are we going to carry on? Are we not going to carry on? We wanted to cycle every driver through. Every time we stopped the car, we tried something else. The, uh, the final thing was um, the steering wheel seemed to be the biggest fix. Um, and then we've had fuel pressure issues and everything. But no, the boys have worked tirelessly all week, and I can't thank them enough. Bentley's amazing car, but Peter Fry here from the series wants to present you with the trophy. This is for you, Stuart, and uh, all the guys in the team. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. Thanks for everybody for making it possible. And thank you for a great event. We look forward to coming back next year. Yeah, lovely to see Peter there. Um, works tirelessly to make this series so successful. Thank you, sure his title is Operation. Thank you to Diane, that. thank you to Peter Breach from Kraventic. Uh, um, uh, well deserved, absolutely well deserved. Um, uh, Rob Huff was the uh, uh, sort of got the message first off when the ABS failed in turn 14, yeah. and luckily he was able to go straight on but flat spotting the tyres. And every ever since, every driver had to manage that issue in this monster of a car. Basically, it's not moving at the moment. What's happening is rotating the earth underneath the back wheels <laughs> because yeah. it's got so much torque. It absolutely makes the grandstand shake as it goes through. And uh, these guys have got 18 minutes and 22 seconds to get um, to the chequered flag. Will the fuel, pre fuel pressure hold up? They've got the trophy, the Spirit of Endurance Award, and uh, very, very well deserved. And they're going to finish in 10th place. Well, that's Overall, that, will be well. That's it. And uh, they died. Just, uh, we're still twitching a little bit because you know, suddenly uh, Jack Barlow's pace has dropped by seven seconds. And the uh, Porsche 
uh, from Sergei Nikolai. The Amy Motors car is closing in a couple of seconds of lap. Well, there's four, 34 seconds between them, and I reckon now seven laps, maybe eight. Maybe eight, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we wonder if you might try and find your way down, and uh, Nathan Freak has been so helpful throughout the race. Uh, team boss of Century. Just uh, go and see if they seem relaxed or whether they're, you know. Or, they got no fingernails left. Or, or if, if there's frantic talking on the radio. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Nathan, uh, no, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're just, they're just cruising it. But it, it does make us twitch a little bit. <laughs> and obviously, we've got Australia and uh, Britain in this. Uh, commentary box here and uh, you know it's, it's a team we've been rooting for and we've really been rooting for a, a kid that's come from nowhere really that's not raced for 10 years and only ever done a 20 minute race to rooting for him and I think it doesn't matter what nation you are you've been rooting for him to be on a podium in a, a great uh, oh, one, yes. one of the big 24 I mean there's quite a lot of 24 hour races these days but this is one of the biggest I mean obviously obviously there's what's going on over in Florida there's obviously Lamar and uh then, then there's this race, and the Nurburgring 24 hours. They're the bigger ones. Yes, go on, die. I'm with Nathan now, so obviously I've just uh, had a quick chat with him to ask that very question, and he said, yeah, he'll he'll answer it, because the guys, Andrew and Philip, and the commentary have been discussing, obviously, the timings, and as we're getting... We're twitching. wondering what's going on. Yeah. Uh, They're twitchy, apparently. No, yeah. Just at the moment. I wonder if Di's battery's died in that. Just when we want. <laughs> it's smiling, look. It can't. It must be all yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Battery's gone at the last minute. Tell him to give us a, a thumbs up. <laughs> we'll get back down here. Yeah, the well, you know, he was smiling, wasn't he? Yeah. I don't want to know why they've. The, uh, a calm they, A calm face. On yeah. the uh, the face of it, to yeah. be honest, um, just keeping an eye on the battle for 24th and 25th, the Fark Auto Tech and the HRT Performance. Just a second separating them on the track. That is the 961 and the 930. Oh, go on! Let, Hello, you're back. back. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, yes, you were about to tell us. We were just wondering um, if there was anything to be concerned about. No. Um, when we did our last stop, obviously we wanted to get the jump on the Porsche, so we were we were fairly tight on the fuel. Um, and when we got the buffer we got, we were just doing a little bit of fuel saving and just bringing it home. So um, everything is in control at the minute. Well, I'll leave you to go and be with the team just to find out, because uh, thanks very much for chatting to us at this point. Um, uh, you, did you yes, catch that, Andrew? Just to, Nathan, thanks for all his help this weekend. Huge congratulations. So, well, fingers crossed, it's not over. Until they... <laughs> Uh, it's not over until the anything. smelly camel walks down the pit. I'm trying to close his mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Di. Down in the pits, 14, uh, just under 14 and a half minutes to go. Um, the uh, Anything else we can see that's close? Uh, well, well, uh, battle for 18 places. Yes, <laughs> it, it is. And it's also a battle in the AM for 7th and 8th. And 20, that's 25th and 26th. And, uh, that oh, that's been, yeah, they're, they're, they're running nose to tail there. Yeah, and uh, that's been that's been seesawing backwards yeah. and forth at the moment. 
Um, that one is the closest, uh, the uh, two-second battle between the Hassar T and the Santalock Junior team. That's still out there. Oh, two seconds a lap quicker was uh, Matteo uh, Merafina on that last lap than uh, Thomas Kiefer and the Haas RT. That could be a change on the podium for GT3M. Wow. As the 21 and 26 are going at it. Two um, Audis going across the line underneath us as we speak. Well, they've been at it for a while. They the have indeed. Yeah, the, the last of, hour or so. Last blue, both blue, red and white cars, but different uh, different sorts of liveries. But, uh, yeah, it's been a terrific scrap, that. Oh, it has indeed. Uh, they've both been in the cars about a similar amount of time. They, they Remember, they pitted on the same time as well. Um, but it's Merafina doing a 2.03. Um, uh, uh, 2.03. Tom... Uh, it's just creeping away at the moment. I've just got to get back. Oh, they lay on side by side again. Oh. The thing you went through. Oh, wow. No, they, it looks like the stars and stripes yeah. has gone through. That's the captain of yeah. America. That's Kayvan Burlow. Yeah. And uh, there's Simon Balkan in the pro sport racing. Frank Laverne has not been able to get parked. Mark Davis for 24th position. The gap 0.6 of a second now between the uh, the Santa Lock team behind the Hass RT. Just try and pick up where they are on the circuit 26 and 50. A little bit of opposite lock on for the 26. He came 26 out of that and 21. Yeah. 26 and 21. My apologies. Nose to tail. 11 minutes, 40-odd seconds to go. So, third place, BMW. Just uh, doing a bit of fuel saving at the end, but uh, last lap, uh, it's quite a bit quicker. So, he's, he's obviously got to read out. He knows where he is on the fuel. So, 205.8 that lap. 26 coming out and Matteo uh, Marafina has taken second place away from Thomas Kiefer in the Hass RT on lap 597. Yeah. Yeah. Second place in Am, yeah. yeah second yeah, place yeah, yeah. in Am. Yeah. 25 seconds is the gap between our third and fourth place in the race in P yeah. uh, Pro Am 1 and 2. Only 10 minutes to go. 25 seconds is a big ask for the Manamuri Energy by uh, Ebi Motors. Sergei Nikolaou, uh, and then we have Jack Barlow in the 22. Uh, going past that. Tracy Crowe now. So it's getting rather exciting. It's ten and a half minutes to go. Everybody's trying to make the, the moves stick. Yeah, <laughs> side by side again. <laughs> Sorry, again, it's been a long, long night. It's been a very uh, so, so the leader just went past, gone past both of them, so, but we've got three Audis in a row right, now. Yes. Um, 
So in all the categories, it's a 54 um, leading uh, the GT3 category, the Isolant Racing Team, over 300 laps in the lead so far. It's the 992 leading the uh, the 992 category. Uh, sorry, 999 leading the 992 category. Red Camel's um, Jordan NL. In the GTX, it's the 795. Um, leading that one continental racing by ttr well we've got lots of the uh, leading team is from austria team of seconds from germany the team that's third is from northamptonshire in the uk the team that's fourth is sort of romanian stroke italian <laughs> and then we go back to, to century from britain and then car collection the german team and then we go to a french team and then we go to an Antiguan team. An Antiguan team, yes. Um, I haven't used I saw that one. Team, really. yeah, I, haven't, I haven't used that very much in my yeah, uh, vocabulary. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so nice international mix here of the, the cars in this uh, terrific running. The 19th running of this 24 hours of Dubai. Second running of uh, the Middle East Trophy powered by Hancock. The, we used to call it the race in the desert, but the, <laughs> the desert seemed to have been built already behind us. Well, it was. A, but it doesn't. It might. We might not be quite the race in the desert anymore. We had quite a bit of desert over the racetrack during yes, the period. Well, indeed, we had. We had water over the racetrack as well, uh, befitting this part of the world. And uh, the cars now with eight and a half minutes to go, keeping an eye on our leader on the back straight for the 54. Um, it's um, Mark D now extending away in the Fark Autotech car from HRT Performance. Uh, 24th and 25th respectively in there. 992 AM class 7th and 8th. That gap now opening up a little bit. And uh, the gap staying very, very similar between Jack Barlow and Sergio Nicolau. 3rd and 4th respectively. 1st and 2nd in GD3 Pro-Am. Um, almost identical, uh, you know, lap times only, uh, in fact, yeah. changing by half a second or so. That's Carsten Kramer, who's the boss of K Kramer Racing. And uh, one colour screen. Oh, the Lotus, they're going to try and get the Lotus car, aren't they? 226 Lotus to try and get it out. It's a 42nd position. Uh, Stefano Diaz bought that car in, and uh, they're just going to try and get it out for the last few laps. Um, it doesn't want to be a hindrance because no. there is still racing going on there. And that gap between Thomas Kaffer and Florian Spengler, uh, sorry, uh, Thomas Kiefer uh, and Matteo Murfina at 1.9 seconds now. That's third and uh, fourth. So uh, things in, in the AM category. So things are uh, changing around a little bit as everybody's now in the car. You're listening for everything that doesn't sound right. Six sec six minutes to go. Three laps, I suppose. Yes. Just depends where they are on the track. I'm just keeping an eye on the start gantry when they hang that last lap board out. And uh, we will... Twenty-four seconds a gap now between Jack Barlow and Sergey Nikolaou, not coming down. Two oh five two, two oh five nine. Now we've got um, the course car going down to the end of the pit lane. Yep. Everything, everything ready. And one of Evo brokers will still want to sell his Porsche if it's, <laughs> a, it's the Dubai 24-hour winner. Well, he did have the flag on it, didn't he? Yeah. 
<laughs> he did it. He, well, that's how Lotus is going. Yep. Just getting out in front of the BMW course car here at Dubai Autodrome. Let's see here if he can make Well, they're going for fuel. <laughs> They've had a bit of work to do overnight. And uh, we had them out earlier on today. Gonna, we're going to make over 600 laps. Yes, we've got 5.99. We're, we're, no. yeah, so we're, we're only 92 laps short of oh, the record. Yeah. And 93 laps short of breaking the well, record. Well, that was Stefano Dast. They've been racing a long time in Italy. Been championing Lotus for five or six years now. Yeah, it looks like we have a roundabout um, at this time. There's 36 cars on track. Yeah, and I think that, yeah. That's Is that counting the Lotus? Uh, well, he's just gone out, so it'll be 36 or 37. Seven finishers here. Yeah. yeah, we've got 18 in the pits. So quite an attrition rate. Very, I, I would call it quite a very high attrition rate. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, um, over um, a quarter of the field after 24 hours. Um, yes, we had a couple of incidents, but it, it, it's been a lot of mechanical yeah, issues yeah. rather than rather than accidents out on the circuit. Uh, just under five minutes to go. You see all the magnificent trophies down there on the podium. Di Binks will be down there to handle all the festivities. And a lot of silver and gold wear. Yeah, they always... Uh... Have from, they must have an interesting jewel. They took it to a very exciting the, the winner's trophy. This is oh, absolutely massive. A, we saw it at the start, actually, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, if well, you were with us at the start, it's, it's huge. It's it about is. three foot tall. It's a, sort of quite American, I, I feel, but um, as trophies go. Well, but, uh, it, it, it's got everybody's winner's plaque on it. And yeah. who is going to be today? Um, uh, Christopher Haas and the Esteban Racing Team look pretty good for that at the moment. Well, uh, certainly with, do. with four minutes to go, they'll probably get uh, this and another lap in. Yeah. Two seasoned pros in that car leading it, Christopher Haas and Marcus Winkelhock. And then uh, the young French up-and-comer, Gilles Magnus, done a great job. Uh, the owner's son, Simon Riker, also driving very well. And then uh, Mike Zhu, the uh, young driver, uh, recommended uh, by Haas, actually. He held up his end as well, so they ran the, the five of them. But uh, the sterling work, of course, was done by Haas and Winklehock. And uh, Marcus, uh, four times winner of the Nürburgring 24 hours, winner of the Sebring 24 hours in the Creventic series. So he will add yet another 24-hour victory to that lovely lineup, the son of uh, Manfred Winklehock. And there he is, look on screen at the moment, just uh, downing a quick drink. And uh, just probably got his fingers crossed because, as we know, it's, it's now about two minutes, 46 seconds to go. Yeah, he's and, just uh, in sector one around turn four and five at the moment. And uh, I can see movement down on the um, start-finish gantry. He'll uh, get around before the uh, clock ticks over. But I think this lap, we will, we will see the last lap aboard with two minutes 20 to go.
We're on 601 laps. Our leader now heading down into turn 10. And uh, there you can see from our fantastic drone shot. Up the hill to turn 12 for probably the penultimate time. Mark, Marcus's father, you know, Manfred, uh, raced for Arrows, ATS, Brabham and uh, Ram. But he died at an early age in a, in a, in a sports car accident uh, at uh, the fearsome uh, Turn 2 in uh, uh, Mosport Park in Canada, uh, driving on Porsche 962. Just waiting for him to come around Turn 16 now. Uh, our, cameras got, uh, our, uh, our camera right in there with the... Uh, Last lap board is out. The last right. lap board is out for Christopher Haas and the Esselat Racing Team Audi. One more lap to go here at this, the 19th running of the 24 Hours of Dubai and the uh, round number three of the Middle East Trophy powered by Hancock, our leader now. And the, Aust yeah, the Austrian team car flashing that 001 <laughs> on, the, on the windscreen, uh, reminding us of where it is. Heading down towards uh, through turn five into turn six. I just flung tyres at it and put uh, put some uh, fuel in it, and that's been it. There is Winkhot said uh, uh, he was very young when his father died, of course, but uh, following in the process, just the one Grand Prix took part in, and he led it, of course, Manfred Winkhot. But uh, onto the back straight for the final time. What a fantastic effort from this team, the Esalanta Racing Team. Yeah, this new team, just a year old from a, Austria. A year old. And uh, they, from about half race distance, they started to dominate. They shared the lead for the first probably three or four hours. And then they started to work really hard to get this car up the front and keep it up the front through all the pit stops, through all the code 60s, making all of the uh, the fuel stops. They've done more pit stops than anybody else in the top 10. 34 pit stops for this car. They have managed their strategy perfectly as he brings it down into turn 14 for the final time. Driving up the hill now. He's got the 95 and the 277 in front of him. Coming down to the final corner for the final time in this, the 19th running of the 24 Hours of Dubai. He sets his sight on the flag podium. The checkered flag waves. And it's Christopher Haas for the Estelard Racing Team. He takes the win. That team out of 603 laps have led 377. Simon, Marcus, a huge congratulations. As they celebrate with the team, we'll just try and get a, a quick word from Marcus as he uh, congratulates everyone in here. Marcus, what does that mean to the team to take the win today? Huge congratulations to you all. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a nice win, I have to say, because I never won the Dubai 24. Uh, I finished one second a few years ago, so we came here to win the race and we we achieved uh, our target. So I'm I'm really happy. I'm really happy for our lineup for the team because they all did a big effort. 
uh, to win this race. And uh, we stick to our plan. We had we didn't do any mistakes. Um, we had a good strategy always. And uh, so it's not only the drivers which did uh, their job, also the team, the, the engineers, everyone, the mechanics. Um, so it is uh, 24 hours. It's a it's a it's a proper teamwork. So. And I have to say the Audi has uh, again proved that it's a really reliable car. I've done, I don't know how many 24-hour races. We always finished without any technical issues the race, so... Fantastic. I'm happy. Great result. Another one to add to the history books for you. Now go and celebrate with the team. Thank you so much. And well done. Thank you so Thank you. much. Dai just waiting for the 83 car to come across the line with Sven Miller on board. And the Proton, and he goes underneath us now. The Proton Huben competition Porsche finish in second position in GT3. And Jack Barlow crosses the line for Century Motorsport, um, leading the Pro-Am category in GT3. Just a couple of cars, a little less to go. Yeah. Wow. And the two winners were on the same lap, you know. It was one minute 36, it wasn't a, it wasn't wasn't a, a victory by a huge margin, was it? I think uh, he uh, I think he breathed on that last lap yeah, and just yeah. said, I've got this, or we'll just get around to the end. Uh, wow. I've got a great result for Century Motorsport, though. Oh, true. Well, they, they mainly run in the, in the British uh, GC And just stunning performance by Jack Barlow, who probably has done by far the most laps in that car, but uh, backed up well, of course, with the rest of the team. But no one expected him to to, to stand out that, like that. A man who's hardly raced in the last 10 years. He's like a teenage hero in uh, Formula 4. And obviously problems with money and then here he's back and I don't think we'll see the last of him now no. somebody's going to get it if Century don't don't take him somebody else is going to but they need him for endurance races he learn how to race an endurance he's never done a race longer than 20 minutes before um, and a good run again by the um, relatively new to them a Porsche of Sergei Nikolai it's his team there that it's his money that puts that together um, with the uh, GT3, they used to run in 992s, of course, in the past. And then, uh, then the second century motorsport car, a good run with that as well. And then car collection, well, they, they had a car we thought would be right up the front. Yeah, but, true. Um, you know, not that one, their main car, because going out early. And then the <laughs> same story with Santalock. And here we are down. Oh, there, brilliant stuff. With a, a relatively old-fashioned crash helmet design. So. Oh, very retro. I like it though. But he's got, he's got something abusing on the back. Oh, the team are caught up with him now. Brilliant stuff down there. To, to speak to Christopher but you're going to let him just embrace the yeah. moment and enjoy <laughs> the stuff. celebrations they're certainly making their emotions felt which is fantastic it's brilliant stuff yeah lots of hugs uh, lots yeah, of pictures it's great absolutely great so I'll go with it with the helmet on I think you can probably still heal me if uh, I'm sure the noise could <laughs> be quite right. loud <laughs> <laughs> You almost don't want to fill up, do you? But I, really I think do. he's hugging the entire crowd. <laughs> yeah, just to confirm that uh, the Red Camel Jordan Porsche, which led nearly all the way, has 1992. And uh, the Kuwaiti car, 
Yeah, go on. Go Andrew, on, I've in. got Christopher now. Christopher, huge congratulations. So amazing to see the reaction from the team here. We've been in the garage as you crossed the line, and it was noisy, I can tell you. But how does it feel to you to take the win for the team? Yeah, this is it's absolutely fantastic. It's a dream come true for us together. It's my second 24-hour um, deep um, Dubai win. My first one was Eastern and Racing. Um, it's such a family, and I'm happy to be part of this. Our Audi R8 NMS performed once again, just like a bulletproof weapon. And finally, I think, we made it. We can be proud of us. Thank you. Very motivated, very committed team. Those pit stops were all good and executed really well, as you say. It's a team, it's a family. Exactly, it's a family. Family makes a team, team makes a dream work. And yeah, that's all what I can say. Thanks. Thank you very much, you enjoy. The, the driver that came first over the line, Christopher Hayes in the Iceland Racing Team Audi. 603 laps completed for that car. Our second place and our third place cars are pulled up down there. Sven Miller getting out of the Proton Hubert competition. Porsche in the second and Jack Barlow in that Century Motorsport BMW. He's just climbing out of it now. Look. Out. Yeah, exactly. yeah, look, look at him. He's elated. Of course he is. Where are the camels? I've got... I've got, I've got Sven, so we just want to have a quick chat with him. Sven, second place here on this Dubai 24 hours. It certainly wasn't an easy one for anyone. What does it feel to, what does it mean to you to take this result today? Um, for sure, you said it, it was not easy. We fought hard. Um, we had a great package with our team. First time arriving here, um, becoming second. Uh, if you tell me this before the weekend, I uh, would be happy about that. Car was great. Um, yeah, happy about the result. Also seeing the last hour, many cup cars, many Porsches on track. So it's good reality for the Porsches. So nice. Well executed. What do you think was the highlight? Oh, for me, I did the start. So yeah. uh, there was a lot of yes. sun at the start. So I saw nothing. Uh, so it's quite challenging. But uh, also whole night, um, all the classes, other competitors were really strong. So we pushed quite a lot. So. For me, full Dubai 24 hours with the highlights. So, yeah, but becoming second is great. Congratulations. Thanks. Very, very happy down there. Sure, Di will be grabbing somebody else at the moment. Ah, look at the, the hugs there. Brilliant stuff. Guys, you've had a chance to, you know, get, collect your thoughts. Um, what are your thoughts with regards to this result today? It looks like you were very emotional near the end. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an M driver, so my targets was very low since the beginning, so I didn't crash the car. <clears throat> I think that was my maximum. But the guys did the top job, as always. We was fighting till the end, so just like maybe some issues with code 60s. But anyway, it was a good fight anyway. Um, great to be part of it, so we're happy. Well done. I'm just happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you wave. <laughs> Thank Di, you. I wonder if we can find Jack Barlow. He must be down there somewhere. I saw him climbing out the car just a few moments ago. He was the last one out. Well, there's a the camel. Found a camel. <laughs> well, they've got a camel. There's a camel down there. It's not a red one. Uh, yes, Di will work away. She's been doing this a, a while now. And she'll get her man. And uh, so we'll just confirm what else. To, obviously, the victory for the Tomlinson family with the Toro Verde Janetta development car. 
great uh, result, finishing 17th overall. Uh, GT4, the uh, local Toyota, nice result for them. And then in TC, it was uh, the Simpson Motorsport Audi that took uh, the victory there in the depleted uh, class. This guy... Oh, well done! Fantastic! Now, his career takes off now. I'll be trying to find you. That's <laughs> right. Um, huge congratulations. Um, so many things that have been said in commentary about you. Massively impressed with your performance here, with yourself and the team for this race. But what does it mean to you? You told us earlier you haven't done much racing. You certainly haven't done a 24-hour race like this. So your sense of achievement must be high. Yeah, well, the first thing I want to say is it. I feel like I've forgotten what this feeling's like, but I've actually never had this feeling before. It's, uh, yeah, obviously it's not fully sunk in just yet. I'm a bit tired, having slept this evening and uh, put in a real graph for the boys. Um, but really, the shout-out goes to Century Motorsport. Um, people don't realise behind the scenes how hard they've worked this week. Um, we had a problem carried over from Abu Dhabi last week, and we didn't get out for testing, but they've been working tirelessly uh, day and night to try and get the car fixed and try and get us racing so hopefully this result from me and the boys can go to them and uh, yeah just show our appreciation for all their hard work how satisfying was it to have the driver line up around you that you had yeah well it was a real pleasure obviously i know carl and lewis very well this is the first time i've met jake so me and lewis actually go way back um, from when i was karting when i was a kid so, um, yeah, it's a real special moment to share it with them. Um, yeah, I'm just really happy at the moment, and I can't wait to celebrate it with the whole team. So, Well, I'll let you go to see the team and enjoy. Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you very much, Diana Binks, down there with all of our top three getting ready for the camel ride very, very shortly. And uh, let's have a look at the results. Provisional only at this stage. But it is the Car 54, the Estelant Racing Team in GD3, winning the GD3 Pro category. And from the 83 of Proton Huber competition in second and the 22 of Century Motorsport in third. Great race by the local team in um, the Pro-Am category. Um, Manamiri Energy by Ebby Motors in fourth position. Fifth position, Century Motors in car number 14. The 96 of Car Collection in sixth position. 26th Santa Lock Racing Team, a junior team in 7th position. Uh, Haas RT, the 21 car in 8th. Yeah, there was the Antigua flag in ninth place is the number 50 Hooper Motorsport uh, Porsche there. Nate, team Parker with the uh, iconic Bentley finishing 10th Red Camel winning in the GT3 Cup class in the uh, 909 car. Excellent result from the Broikers family, plus Fabian Dan. Then it's the, the Kuwaitis in 12th place, in 13th place, the Swiss Fac Auto Technique team. And then the Red Ant team, the two of the Red Ant family. And then the RPM, the Tracy Crone uh, own team, finishing in 15th, followed by Rabdam by Fulgenzi, the locals there. 7th position, the 765 Toro Verde, um, the G56 Cup winning the GT, uh, GTX category. In 18th position, it was the 992 of NKPP Racing by Baz Coton Racing in the 992 AM category. 9th position was the number 27, 
Heart of Racing by SPS, running in GD3 Pro-Am. No, first of the 992 Cup cars was the uh, HRT Performance, the 929 in 20th. 21st was the 901 Pro Sport Racing, um, and then the 22925, the fantastic Team Captain America by Bass Coden Racing. Uh, lovely to see that car. 23rd, uh, 937 SMP Racing, and in 24th position, the HRT um, in the 992 uh, Am category. And then the second of the fat cars finished in 25th for the uh, old historic racing group there, plus Nico Verdonk. Then uh, Charlie Putnam having those problems, Mercedes having a lot of problems finishing 26th. Uh, then the Continental Racing Toyota winning its category. Then the Simpson Motorsport car, Oliver Webb amongst the drivers there, that winning its category. Then Colin White's car, we heard plenty from them and plenty from Mark Griffiths too. That was 29th. Then the Vortex V8, that soldiered on. The uh, new machine from France was right up there amongst those GTX cars for a, part, a while. Then the Attempto Racing, and now that was uh, a non-finisher, and now pretty well in the boys. They may be classified, but they, having done enough laps, but didn't actually cross the finishing line. The uh, number... 908 in 32nd place. It was the MRS GT Racing uh, and number 70 in 33rd position, and then the 227, the SRS team at Sorg Rensport, um, at TCX, the Cayman in 34th position, and then the 438, the AGMC um, for. Uh, Racing by uh, Team Simpson Motorsport. Unfortunately, that one didn't finish the rate. The Moolah Motorsport um, in 36th position. The 902 Holmgard Motorsport with issues as well in 37th. Um, the uh, 714, the More Than Racing um, uh, KTM Crossbow didn't get to the end of the race, and neither did the 989 MRS GT Racing in 39th. And then the uh, Gianetta that kept on coming out, it kept <laughs> on trying all the time in 40th position. It was the uh, uh, CWS Engineering. And now more cars had problems with the uh, K Kramer Racing uh, Porsche 41st in. Uh, 42nd place, the Lotus did make it in the end across the line as we just saw. Then uh, 43, uh, another retirement was the 99, the 988, I should put. Get speed, of course, expected to be one of the front runners, had an early problem and retired early that car. Uh, then the Santelock by Cox, that was a, a disappointment. That went uh, quite a bit further, but that, that, uh, that broke. Uh, then the AC Motorsport car out. James K amongst the drivers there. The Century Motorsport car finished in the pits, of course, and uh, also the racing one Ferrari, the one that had all those problems expected to be right at the front. That was uh, in 48th place. 49th was uh, the lone McLaren in the field, the 720S, and that ran into problems early on. Axel Jeffries unfortunately having to retire that car. Then we have the uh, 91 Herbeth Motorsport. That was a real contender this weekend with that, uh, that crew, but um, yeah... Uh, hard luck for them as well and as our local team the 88 dragon racing um in the 51 we talked uh, with shoe hall about that then grove racing they didn't have a good week here. well they didn't have a good uh, um, a couple of weeks here they struggled down in ww as well no finish for them the santa lock junior racing team our pole sitters yeah. uh, on lap 88 power steering failure took them out of the race and then the and 54th position um, we had 54 starters the 927 srs team sorg rensport in the 991 GT3 Cup car and then a non-starter, a fuel tank issue for the Lipert uh, Motorsport Hurricane on the front row and did not start the race. And uh, 
why don't we have a look at the highlights of the 19th running of the 24 Hours of Dubai. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.